Welcome to our black cat post-COVID morbid melange of Hagrid and Ho's Halloween special of Sodom and Gomorrah. We get around all over town. Let's get by the power. Let's get around baby rollerblades. <laughs> Seth remembers baby baby rollerblades because I made her watch yeah. the the YouTube commercial for it that was in I think it was the nineties or or early nineties. I think early nineties, yeah. Yeah, she was cool because she could uh, she could rollerblade like every baby can. Yeah, which is what you want. You want your you want your baby that doesn't have a fully formed skull yet. It's still soft and pliable to be rollerblading. Yeah. So you, your baby has traumatic brain injury. Oh my god. Uh, this episode is brought to you by Cindy Vega because she couldn't tattoo us today because she had mad grindcore metal diarrhea. So instead, we decided to record this episode. So I want to thank Cindy's angry asshole for yelling into the toilet today. Yeah, thank for, you, Cindy, for freeing up our schedule. I also just want to tell Cindy. And, and everyone listeners out there, wash your plantains because this is exactly what I've been saying for years <laughs> that was going to happen to Cindy because she's very arrogant when it comes to washing her plantains and produce for that matter. She yeah. believes like she believes bring it home is ready to eat. Right. The lettuce, the apples. She eats the wax on the apples all the time. I tell her, stop eating that wax. Well, you know, I think I, I don't know the percentages, but the majority of like foodborne illness mm-hmm. is. Through produce. plantains, yeah, <laughs> it's produce. It's plantains, and because that's they speculate because like w- monkeys in the wild, they don't like prefer plantains. Like they want uh, chiquita bananas because right, they're right. more sweet. But what the monkeys they use tools, and so they speculate that the monkeys use the plantains to like itch their butts. Oh, so they get in there with their butts, and okay. so because of the butt itching from the plantain, <laughs> there's like a high fecal yeah. amount on each on each plantain that you have to be mindful of. The and fecal so, content. And sometimes, is, um, yeah. when you're looking for a fecal position. Right, right. You know, it ends up on your plantain <laughs> yeah. and then you eat it and then you get, you know, what happened to Cindy, which is grind core metal diarrhea. Yeah. Like when Sounds she's rough. <laughs> I mean, diarrhea do be sounding like that sometimes. It do. Bubblicious. <laughs> uh, so we're back. We had a brief hiatus. Uh, I haven't recorded since July, um, but I am still Jessup. That is still Seth. Uh, yeah. Seth you are You are my... My daddy of deviants. Oh, oh, yeah. We're saving that one in my pocket. I mean, I, you know why? Because I believe double wash your produce. Double wash it. Even if your bag of lettuce says already washed, triple washed, ready to eat. With don't what? believe it. With what? I don't believe that. You got to wash it all. It's the poo water runoff. And if you want to save. contaminates everything. And if you want to save time, you get home from work, you're going to jump in the shower anyway. So just take your lettuce with you that you're going to make your salad with. Makes sense. And then use the lettuce, the romaine like hub. To, to wash yourself? To wash like oh. a like a bu- bouvet or a bu- boudet or what are the bouffant. The bouffant. <laughs> <laughs> Wash yourself with the romaine, and then uh-huh. it's a do- you, it's a done, it's yeah. a done deal. I don't think it's I think called a bouffant. Kramer, a like a I, I, I did steal that from Kramer. Kramer oh, did that. Yeah, did he, he was he was washing, but he was like filling the, he was closing the tub up, and he would take a shower, and he would rinse all his vegetables in the runoff of for, oh, from his body. That's weird. And you yeah. get soap suds. So uh, that was trade trade mark infringement. <laughs> 
Trade mark. Um, so yeah, we we actually survived COVID. I ended up getting COVID uh, back. It was the end of September. It was the very end of September. Yeah, and then uh, and then bu- you gave it to me. It bumped our record. We were supposed to record Candyman in like the beginning of August, like because we only really have like one chance to record every month the main episodes. And so anytime something little happens, that's why it gets pushed back a whole yeah. month because everybody's just has their own lives going on. So anyway, we bumped that because I got it, and I was trying to like stay away from Steph. Steph was gracious enough to let me have the bedroom. Yeah, I fucking tried to sleep on the sofa. Well, I mean, impossible. I, I tried to sleep uh, <laughs> on a third floor on our futon, and it was—I was like, "Ain't nobody ever sleeping over our house and sleeping on that futon because no. it's the most uncomfortable thing ever." There's like a—it feels like someone was stabbed me in the back with rebar the whole night. Well, also, you have to be like a shorter person, a midget. It's not for your length. Yeah, you need body. to be either <laughs> like I guess if we have midget guys hanging over, hanging around, I mean, sleeping I over, I could lay on that sofa. Yeah, I mean, the futon, whatever you call it. A kid it. could, like, if your yeah. niece came over, she could sleep up here easily, yeah. but. My, my body's also old yeah. and like it doesn't like the way things support it when it's cheap right like i need expensive support <laughs> uh um i also oh so i still don't have my smell back i wanted to say that i don't have my smell back i don't have my taste back steph didn't affect your smell or taste nope. she was fine the whole time um well we had very very different, different yeah. experiences steph got like upper respiratory boogies and oh, nasal congestion i didn't and, have any of that yeah i had a sore throat um but you were like in you were in hell i was in hell yeah and even and, i got like pretty much all the boosters i didn't get i think the last one i got was like a year ago so yeah, I didn't we get, didn't get like, the newest one because we yeah. got covid right instead <laughs> but i but it's weird because now and well over the last couple of weeks i was freak i was getting freaked out because i was having all these phantom smells I, oh, didn't, really? I didn't tell us to no, yeah, for the podcast, yeah. but I was having all these phantom smells at work and at home where you I thought th- you were going to have a seizure. I thought I was going to, I, well, I was smelling oh, all this weird oh, shit. Okay. And I was like, and I thought, yeah, I thought I was like, is something wrong with my brain? Cause I'm smelling all this weird shit. So I Googled it and phantom smells happen with people oh. that lose their smell as it like starts to come back. Yeah, interesting. So I kept getting the smell of like, meatballs in marinara sauce like you know like oh, when, is that why you told me yeah you, you wanted to eat it you know like when pe- you know when someone's cooking like just like has a big pot of like sauce yeah. with like meatballs in it and uh-huh. it's just popping and cooking in your in for like hours yeah i, I would smell that and it was so weird because it wouldn't be constant but every once in a while when i was at work and home i'd be like oh, i smell i smell meatballs in marinara that's so weird <laughs> it was fucking the weirdest and it was like wasn't like different smells i yeah. guess it could be different for different people but it was always that smell right. for me weird and i'd be at work and i'd be like is someone eating spaghetti and meatballs <laughs> and they'd be like no no one's eating in here at all right now interesting yeah it was very strange yeah. uh and then this is something that i've always known about but it was, i thought it was funny because me and i was high i don't think you were high i was high and we were in the uh bedroom the other night and i was talking about uh uh costumes or whatever and then we started and i started talking about uh merkins and mm-hmm. I was like, Steph, you should get a, you should get a Merkin, like just jokingly. I was like, you get like a huge, huge hairy ones. And she's like, I, I don't like getting a Merkin. I'm not getting a Merkin or whatever. So I Googled it because I wanted to see like where you could get them. You can get them on Amazon. You can get them on Etsy. You can get them on Etsy. <laughs> and I was like shocked because apparently like it's a, it's the law that you can't sell Merkins that are real pubic hair. So all the Merkins <laughs> look fucking hilarious because all of them are made from actual people hair, which from your head. From your head. Yeah. So it's like straight and long and it doesn't look like pubic hair. So me and Steph were just looking like google images of merkins <laughs> and we were just dying you were like dying yeah. laughing well especially that one that was like all weird and straggly <laughs> like if someone pulled their pants down and i saw that yeah. i'd be like i'm going home because it was long it's just long like you know pubes obviously curl up so yeah. they don't so even if you're so, pu- so yeah so even if your pubes really long 
it's bushily, so it, like it's curled up, right. so it just looks like a bushel. No, this was straight. It, it was, was like just straightened. It, it was just straight, like like a hippie's hair, but like on their fucking. <laughs> and they had like ginger ones and everything. Oh my god! So on Amazon, you could buy one for like seven ninety nine. Yeah, and it says like made from actual hair, not pubic hair. And then, but then if you want to upgrade, people sell Merkins on fucking Etsy. And I'll, this is what blew my mind because some of these Merkins that this one person was selling were three hundred and fifty dollars, and it looks awful. Yeah. It looks like, and apparently they're not allowed to use pubes, but it looks like someone tried to create pubes by like air frying regular hair (laughs) and then putting it like on like, uh, putting it on like, putting it on like a fucking like construction paper with like clear (laughs) stick glue and then like stapling the stick glue to like a regular pair of like Hanes Fruit of a Loom or whatever, like white undies. Yeah, Yeah, it's uh, funny, man. The things you don't know. Three hundred and fifty dollars, though, that yeah. blew my mind. Yep, it's no, no. I and I was and my pubes grow viciously. Like my pubes grow. I told Steph my pubes don't stop growing. <laughs> like they'll just keep going and going and going to get bushier, bushier, bushier. And my pubes, like as of yesterday, like, it's like a ZZ Top beard. They right were now. like ZZ Top. <laughs> yeah, it was like ZZ Mushroom Top, but it was like my pube, my pubacia. Oh, and oh I fuck. God. And Steph was like, "Are you just gonna keep letting this grow?" Before she was giving me a bead yesterday, I was like, "Yeah," and I was like, "It's real, it's real bushily." She's like, "Are you proud of that?" And then she started doing her thing, and then I felt sad the whole time she was giving me a BJ because she didn't respect my bush, so I shaved it all <laughs> off today. But I did tell it's like her, a bald baby dick. Yeah, it's like a bald baby dick now. But I did tell her, I did tell her, the fuck up. I didn't mean baby size. Yeah, you did. Well, baby dick. But what the fuck else is it going to be? It's not going to be baby with a huge no, with an adult size dick. Babies don't have pubic hair. But when you say baby dick, it's a baby dick all together. It's not just just the hairlessness of a baby dick. You fucking <laughs> asshole. Uh, it's funny. I don't care. That was a good joke. Uh, but no, I was saying like my bu- my bushels grow so fast. I wish I could donate them like locks for love style, but yeah, then you're but not allowed won't. to use the pubes. No, because what if you got crabs? But there's no way, there's no way uh-huh. to, to fucking verify that. Verify this. So if I'm saying it ain't pubes, you have to just take my word for right. it. How Even though they're looking it? at it and they're like, looks like pubes. I'm like, right. well, don't fucking. It's like, it's my poodle. I'm going go to H- my dog, I'm gonna my go poodle. to HR because you're being offensive yeah. to me right now because this is how my hair would grow if I wasn't bald. Right. You know? Anyway, so we watched, we watched uh, a lot. Uh, A lot of this is because I had fucking COVID, so I was out of work for five days. But, I mean, we're always watching shit, so. No, we watched a lot that week. Usually, we're going to give you a Simon Gamora guide, but this is a Halloween special, and I'm just making this rule up right now. We're not going to tell you any of them because it's a lot. It's going to be a lot of fucking movies. Uh, We're not going to, like, deep dive. We don't ever deep dive into shit, but it's probably not going to be, like, we're not going to talk about each movie as much. Yeah. Just give you an overview of all the stuff we've been watching. Uh, But first, Steph, what are we drinking? Oh, um, we're well. So I picked up one of the um, Elysian uh, pumpkin beer variety packs, mm-hmm. and we immediately gave away the stouts because we don't drink stouts. So I was like, yeah. "Like, why did I buy it?" Yeah. I don't know. Um, but I'm drinking the Night Owl Pumpkin Ale, which is I don't know what is this. I can't read. Also, I think yours um, is almost seven percent. Yeah. So recently, can I just mention that <laughs> rec- recently I went to the eye doctor and uh, yeah, I'm. I'm starting to have to take my glasses off to read up close. I think that's a, definitely like that's a sign that I'm officially getting old. But I thought you have to get bifocals or some such. Well, business. they're called progressives now. Why? Because they're not just like you know how old school it's bifocals. Offensive to you say would, bifocal. No, because they're they're like you cancel can't them. see it. You cancel. <laughs> cancel the eye doctor no, optometrist. Do you know how before you would look at someone's glasses and you would see the separate lenses? Mm-hmm. 
Well, they don't look like that anymore. What is it like? Is it's it- in the lens. It's like all in, but it's just like progressively changes. Like right, right, right. 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 Um, smooth is smooth. It no, doesn't my, have that like divot. I'm not there yet. My my eye doctor said not yet, but it's on the way. He said not yet, but next year, definitely. <laughs> yeah. We're going to be getting you in. Oh, yes. It happened so suddenly too. It was like one day I was fine. The next day I was like, I can't read this bottle that I'm holding. The bottle. That's what my doctor said. He's like, yep, that's just how it goes. Just how it be sometimes. Welcome to hell. Yeah. <laughs> I, well, I actually, I, I've had perfect vision my whole life, but recently I've started to notice like at work oh. when I'm like across the room, like we have like a, like oh, a 65 yeah. in, mm-hmm. inch television with like a board on it. Do you squint a little? And like, I'll notice like I'll have to squint because it's like blurry. And then the other oh. day I squinted and I couldn't, still couldn't see it. Cause it's probably like where I sit, the TV is first of all, like it, it's not huge right. when it's on there. It's very small, even though it's a huge TV, it's very small. But I remember like old school Jesse, he could walk in. He could mm-hmm. be like he could be like across like the other street of the hospital, right? And he right, could right. probably read. He that. could be in a different building. Yeah, yeah. Because I used to be a sniper, <laughs> like in my early twenties, right out of high school. They sent me over to to the wars, That's right? Uh-huh. And I was like the number one sniper, but I didn't even need to use like the telescope that the, that they use. Telescope. Uh-huh. I could just use <laughs> I could just use my eye telescope, right. and I could see fucking forever. And sometimes when I'd be driving, I could see so far that I couldn't see what was right in front of me. Right, that's dangerous. And I'd be driving through cars yeah. and killing. So they took my sniper badge away, <laughs> right. and they said they discharged me with honorables. Oh my god! They said you're honorable. <laughs> you was, know what? You can tell that by listening to everything you're saying. You know a lot about. I've lived the it. military. Yeah, and I've li- and I've lived it, and I lived every second of it. I've lived it. I was down there in the trenches eating the MREs. Oh my god! You know you gotta eat those fucking MREs. No good. You know what I'm saying? Like the rations. Is military it? rations. What's the E part? Military rations. <laughs> Expect it. Oh my because god. you need them when you're hungry. Man, you're gonna need to go to the eye doctor soon, then, buddy. Nah, I don't do yeah. that. I don't do that. Oh, there's this fucking uh, total total side note. Yeah. And then the, we'll get back to your. Drink. There's this yeah. dude on YouTube. He. Uh, I stumbled upon him talking about uh, MREs, military rations. He basically procures really old military rations. Why? That are hermetically sealed and he opens them and he eats them. So it's like from like World War II. So he just recently on his YouTube got one from like 1906 and it's a military ration and it was, it's horrifying to look at horrifying he of, ate it yeah he opened it up and it was like rusted on the outside but he opened it up and everything was still intact in there and it had the instructions in there uh-huh. and it was basically like dehydrated like meat that you like was it like a stew didn't you add more? water to it uh-huh. and then eventually it becomes like a like a brothy stew yeah. and then it comes with like a, pa- a powder that you mix water with and it made like a like a chocolate fudge and, and he was like this he's a weird dude i don't even know the name of the youtube off the top of my head but he's fucking strange like he's yeah. a serial killer folk yeah, show yeah, yeah and he's like describing it as if it's like this is good like i can imagine this being like fulfilling when you're on the ba- on there when you're on the battlefield and shit. when you're on the battlefield and you're eating that shit every day of your life you probably yeah. want to just kill yourself well because when i was on the battlefield it was like when i was a sniper <laughs> it was early 2000s so what we had was like pretty like it's pretty sophisticated right, right like right. they would give me like chick-fil-a gift card and, <laughs> and i would go there and right. i would just but in, in betwixt killings right, you know? yeah 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 in betwixt you gotta work up that appetite so what are you drinking uh Elysian Punkachino coffee, pumpkin ale. Stumptown uh, coffee, right? Stumptown coffee's in here. I'm a fan of Stumptown. It's pretty good. I mean, as it warms, though, mm. a lot of these pumpkin beers, as I get older, I realize they're not really they're good. Not great. And you shouldn't really be drinking them. <laughs> like, we got it. We bought a bunch of uh, new beers to try today. 
And you ended up getting the new. I got the new the pumpkin. pumpkin. The pumpkin from this. Which year. I don't appreciate the new. The artwork's artwork. kind of corny. It's corny as hell. Apparently the flavor. Corny as hell. The flavor's better than last year, so we'll see. Yeah. I wanted the Weyerbacher. They didn't have it, but you know. I feel like I can't taste a difference every year. I try a beer and I'm like, yep, this is what it tasted like last year. Yep. 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 I don't taste the nuances. No, like I don't, I can't compare it, but I'll, I'll, I like, I'll, I'll drink it and, and I'll think, well, this is not good. Yeah. And I'll remember that I liked it before. Well, I am, about it. I am like starting to get my taste back. So what I could taste from this is. Do you taste the coffee? I don't taste the coffee at no. all, but I taste like the cinnamon. Okay. But it's fucking weird what I can smell and what I can't smell. It's very strange, yeah. but apparently they. They say that the virus like stays in your tongue like longer. Oh. And it when it's in there it kills like the taste buds. Right. So that's why you they can't you can't taste anything, but they don't know why it stays like in the tongue for as long as it does in some people. Some people so they it, it some people has taken up to two years. Holy shit. Uh the woman I work with told me she still doesn't have her taste back wow. right and she had it last well, last year. There are there are those people too who had it and this was I don't know if this is still going on, but it was pretty early on where they said that like it changed their taste. Not that they lost it, but it was like everything they tasted taste like sewage oh yeah so that's great that's a no, good change but that, i would rather not be able to taste <laughs> right because they but these people couldn't eat because everything they tasted was like sewage it is disgusting yeah i mean Which, it would be if the government wanted to just really soil and green everybody what they could do is release a virus that makes your that makes everything taste like shit so you don't want to eat no but then you'll no but then you're gonna starve and then they can't make no, biscuits out of you you didn't let me finish okay but then what they do is they make cheap stuff taste like it's like the best thing ever uh, okay okay so then they can be like okay they're gonna eat this cheap like whatever it is just to fatten everybody people up. stuff people right. still yeah and then that's what you want to eat and they rule the world oh. when i ruled the world Okay. I'm a nation. What's that? <laughs> I don't know. Lauren Hill? Isn't it Lauren Hill? I have if no idea. I ruled the world, I would strut my ass. <laughs> I, don't I don't know what the second part is. Uh-oh. <sighs> All right, let's start off real quick. Um mm-hmm. and they um the Matt's plural talked about this on the two headed horror show. Uh, the incredible two-headed horror show. As a Which matter of fact, quite good. Hopefully, you're enjoying it. If not, if it's not your cup of tea, that's fine too. It's not going anywhere. It's going to keep appearing on the sale of yeah, Saint because Feed. We because like it. you know why? Because I demand it. Okay, <laughs> and what I say goes because I'm the boss. So you if are. you don't like something, just remember the boss okayed it. You are the that's fucking me. S y l s c e o c o o. That's right. C i o c o i. CEO OPP information office CIO I I don't know yep whatever that said whatever that said the chief that good and Steph's like Alicia Silverstone in secretary and I'm okay Alicia Silverstone was not Maggie Gyllenhaal Judd Nelson (laughs) I want to see that movie oh my god oh my god so grossed out by that and she comes into my office and I'm like Alicia Judd wants his prick licked. Get over here and I spank you. I mean, at least because there was at least a point in time where like David Spader was kind of hot. And now he's very puffy because he's old. Yeah, he but, don't look good like, now. Judd Nelson was never, he was never hot. Well, we'll talk about now an actor that you used to think was like grindabaciousness. And then you see in the reading some movie with him, you're like, yo, bro, stop it. Okay. <laughs> That's what you said to me. All right. So the first movie we talked about, and they talked about it on the Incredible Two-Headed Horror Show, Last Voyage of Demeter. Yep. From 2023. Wolf. Dear God, and to summarize how wolfy it is, terrible CGI. I think they made, they had the right idea with making uh, Dracula look more animalistic. Yeah. I always liked that approach. 
um i like the gangrely nature of it but like they just it's just stupid it makes no sense no, he can fly and if he could fly why, why is he still he on the boat? boat also he blows his load really quickly because, you know, <laughs> how are you supposed to survive a trip if you kill everything immediately he's hungry it's dumb also remember what i said to you we were watching it like i wanted him to come out in that form that like animalistic creature but in Say, like a suit hello, go! <laughs> In a suit and top hat. Yeah. Hello, Gov. Hello. Hello, Gov. No, Steph kept saying, like, why don't they just burn the ship? Why don't they just burn the ship? In the daylight. In the daylight. And they're like, no, we have to wait till nighttime to do the Home Alone stuff to him because he's it, it, because it just makes sense for the movie. Oh, holy fuck. And then they tried to, like, make it like a sequel at the end. The yeah. ending's like, oh, now, now this is the rest of the book that you know. Well, they, I know. They, they did show that, like, whatever. It's fucking, it was dumb. It's um a like, testament to, like... You know, in the book, it's like two pages and you don't need to make two pages into a whole movie mm-hmm. because you don't got the meat there. It's not entertaining. You have to. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I think the Mads did a pretty good like where they were talking. They were talking about in their episode how like it's like a big boat. It's like a boat. It's a big boat, but it's still just a boat. <laughs> it's not a so, cruise ship. So like there's not a lot of hiding places. Right. And even when me and Steph were watching it, I was like, where could he be fucking hiding? Yeah. Look in the crates that you have there. It, you probably have a couple crates because your ship's not fucking like an Amazon warehouse boat. <laughs> it's a fucking <laughs> shitty ass fucking DHL thing where it takes like 40 months to get to the neck to cross the ocean right. rather. So like there's probably four boxes down there. Just open up the four boxes and oh, there he is. Yeah. He was here the whole time. Right. Not good. Uh, we did watch that together. I did pay $6 for it. I do not recommend you pay for this movie ever. If it's free, yeah, I think it's a good sure. movie to watch out of curiosity. Yeah. Um, is it entertaining enough? Sure. I think there's the parts of it that are really cool. The boat's really cool. Um, but then like, you'll see with the special, like I get really agitated when it's very easy to do practical effects and you're just like, no, we're not doing it. Like it's Dracula. So it's a fucking human being. Just put appliances over them. Right. Mm-hmm. You don't need to. Uh, maybe when he's flying okay right, but right, like right. When, but when it's like a dude crawling on the ground it's like what they did when they did uh i am legend with will smith and they made human beings like the infected they made cgi yeah but they're just people like yeah, no. why? why makeup bro just yeah. a little bit that's all it takes uh next movie up oh dear god i love this one i watched this this was a covid i watched this by myself and i loved it so much when i was immediately done watching i was like steph you need to watch this teenage mutant ninja turtles mutant mayhem I wanted to see this in the theater and it kind of like drifted away from me and I didn't get to see it. Uh, but I remember hearing that like uh, Atticus Ross and Trent Reznor were going to do the soundtrack, which by the way is fucking awesome. So good. Uh, but I think like I was excited for it, but then I became less excited for it and didn't see it in the movies. And then when I watched it, it was everything I thought it was going to be. And it was just super, super enjoyable. And this is coming from someone who grew up with like the 80s, 90s. Ninja Turtles, the original movie, Secret mm-hmm. of the Use, which was awesome. But then I never liked anything else they did with the Ninja Turtles. It was just horrible. Yeah. And this, even though this is doing like a different story, it has the feel and just the funness of like the original Ninja yeah. Turtles, yeah. like cartoon, and then the two movies they made, for me at least. Yeah. Well, I, I knew nothing about it. I didn't like I didn't know it existed until I saw some people posting about it and I was like, oh, this is like a kid's movie. I'm not really into it. And then you watched it and you were like texting me because we we're isolating, COVID isolation. 
uh, texting me to watch it. And I was like, yeah, okay, I will. And I fucking loved it so goddamn much. The voice is The man. voice acting is so good. The music in it. Jackie the soundtrack. Chan. Dude, Jackie Chan. I love Jackie. Splinter was I, so fucking I love how, good. I love, I love his origin story too. How like, I like it's how, I, I like how they changed it, how they became the things. But then I also like how he was, why he didn't like humans. Yes. Like, and then how he always thought humans were going to milk them. Yes. <laughs> and then at the end, they were in the milking machine. Yeah. He's like, does that say milking machine? Oh my god! It, the humor in it was so fucking good, and it's kind of—I right? loved it. And it's a hard thing to do too, right? Because like you're so used to those stereotypical Ninja Turtles voices yep. of like the Calabunga and all that, and they really did like make it more modern mm-hmm. with the voice acting, which I appreciated. Um, and I think it's you could take it either way. It could, it's like it is like a kids movie, but with like adult humor in there that like if. It might go over ki- if you're young enough. It'll go over a kid's head, right? You know, but, but if you're, but just- we grew up watching shit like right. that, you know. No, and I think definitely like it. I think it, it is. It, it is- spoke to our generation for and sure, it, and I think it gives kids a lot more credit. Like yeah. you can yeah. watch something like that that's kind of more adult, right? Because like you just said, like we did it all the time, right. so it did feel that way. Yeah, I, I fucking loved it. Um, all the voice acting and it was incredible. I'm excited. I hope they, I heard they're going to do another one. They left um, it open at the they end. They left it open right? with Shredder. Shredder, yeah. Yeah. And I would love for them to do some Krang action or something in there. Well, I, th- I thought that was great, like with Bebop and Rocksteady and like all the other characters. Like some of them I didn't even know. Yeah. It was just fun, man. It was so fun. Yeah. They don't do the traditional thing where it's like uh, Shredder and like Bebop and Rocksteady are bad. It's right. kind of like a new villain uh, that's kind of a villain you know. And then. They kind of all the villains become good, right. so it's kind of weird, it. but yeah. it's fun. It yeah. works and works against the. I would, I would, I would be interested to see what they're going to do in the next movie when all the villains were good. Like, do the villains go back to being villains? You know, are like Bebop and Rocksteady. We get or, new villains. Are they gonna? We got the foot soldiers, and we get Shredder. Yeah, Shredheads. I don't know. Uh, next up, we and Seth watched this one together. No one will save you. Which I was, I was. Uh, what do I want to say? Skeptically excited based on the trailer because I always wanted there to be kind of like a fire in the sky, uh, modern right, alien yeah, yeah. movie that was kind of creep. I still think like that hasn't been made aside from the one scene in signs that was really creepy on the camcorder. Right. I yeah. feel like that alien movie that takes place on earth has not still has not been made aside from fire in the sky, which was really like not, it was more of like a, human drama movie yeah, yeah, yeah. as opposed to like you know with the flashbacks of the aliens were awesome and everything like that but like i feel like this movie could have been so creepy with like a woman wandering around like a um abandoned small abandoned town and not yeah. really knowing what happened there was like so much that could have been awesome and of course they just they shit the bed real quick with the cgi bro well, the they aliens show, they just show them too much i mean i think overall and then the ending you remember the ending right they were oh like, my God, holy fuck, yes, I remember that. that like, that's where they just fucking were like, oh, you like this movie a little bit? Well, I'm going to shoot you in the head. You're <laughs> going to hate it now. I'm going to make you hate it. There were the good things about this movie, but... And it was like a different kind of story, I guess. Because I thought, I, okay, going into this... Let's just talk about the spoiler. She, the, whole, the whole movie, you're getting these glimpses of her being like this past trauma she has right, endured. Right. And you basically find out that like she killed her best friend, right? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and so she's kind of an outcast in town and then like her mother died right so she's like left in this house alone building right? miniatures yeah it's jordan yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she's living in the middle of nowhere of buffalo new york right, building right. miniatures and then she's gonna go outside one day and there's gonna be fucking aliens uh make it better when it happens to you jordan make sure it's better than this yeah. but, i need it more better the thing is like i feel like also i had never seen the trailer for this i went into this not knowing anything and immediately i was like is this a fucking dumb home invasion movie yeah it wasn't 
no. and I don't know. Was it it, it kind of is, but it's not. But it's an alien. That's just the beginning of the movie. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was okay. I feel like if you just keep it subtle and you don't like they were showing these aliens up close, they look like fucking blow well, up they, dolls. No, and then when they had like the spider one with all the legs, like, I don't know. It's cool, but like maybe don't show so much. Don't, don't show if so much. If it doesn't much. look good. You know. Don't show me so much if it don't look good. Again, but if you have Hulu and it's free, watch it. That's what we right? did. Yeah. Free. <laughs> no regrets. Actually, I'll say I enjoyed No One Will Save You More Than Last Voyage of Demeter. Oh my God. Yes. 100%. But if we're talking about victors so far, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle Beat Mayhem is still number <laughs> yes. one, okay? And I'll tell you if something dethrones it. Uh, I mean, looking at our list, I'm not sure anything is going Yellow Jackets Season 2. Finished that, finally. Yeah. Um, and I, I Oh, put- no. We started and finished it in like a day. Are you kidding me? Well, yeah, this was another. Well, this was a COVID thing for me. <laughs> we had me. put it off for a while. Yeah. I put it off because I heard multiple people say it was terrible, it wasn't good, blah, 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 fuck the show. So I was like, oh, man, that sucks. And then I started reading more about it. And I was like, oh, okay, it doesn't have terrible views. Actually, I'm going to watch it. And I, I enjoyed it. I don't know. I don't. I, I, didn't, it too, yeah. I didn't get pissed off like everybody else did. I was kind of feeling like it was a good extension of the first season. And uh, Elijah. Elijah's in it. He's great. I love his story arc. Um I love the yeah. I liked how it was a good mix of like the modern, the, the what was happening presently and what was happening in the past. Yeah, they still had tons of tons. This I feel like this season had way more gore in it than the first yeah. season. There yeah. was fucking crazy shit going on with the gore, cutting up the bodies and uh-huh. eating it and stuff. Oh yeah. Um, I liked some of the um. So you got you got a little bit more lore to feed on. Um, I didn't think the cult aspect paid off as as awesome as they maybe wanted it to. No, it went in a different direction than right. I was it t- expecting. It totally goes yeah. in a different direction than you're Which thinking. Is fine. And I think yeah. people that probably like pissed people off. Um, but I, I liked it. Yeah. I had a lot of fun with it. And um, I, it, it leaves a lot to be answered still. So, Alanis Morissette um, did a version of the intro song which is good, one yeah. of the episodes, which I thought was fun. Yeah. The, well, fucking, the music's the, always great. The music's amazing. It's, great. Yeah. it's so amazing. And I feel like also it just hits this nostalgia button for me that it's hard for me to dislike it. Right. Like it just, it feels authentically 90s when they're going back like it that. Does. Yeah. Um, so I appreciate it for that. And it was, it was good. It was yeah, really I'm good. Excited. I'm excited for season three. Um, we need, we need more information. I'm not like, you know, I'm not obsessively excited for season three cause I wasn't really obsessively excited for season two, but I'm definitely going to watch yeah, it when yeah. it comes out. Uh, yeah. Next up, um, I wanted to watch, this is a total deviation from what we usually talk about, but I want to mention it because there's a lot of metalheads, uh, people that even lo- non-metal heads could appreciate. Well, this. I feel like maybe, yeah, that's true. Maybe, if I you, did. maybe if you didn't, maybe so it's a Dio documentary, dreamers never die. And maybe you're unfamiliar with Dio. Maybe you've only ever heard, um, rainbow in the dark. Rainbow in the Dark, but more to more Holy Diver. You yeah. probably have heard that first on the radio and stuff. Do, do, do. And I will say, like, if you don't, if you're not privy to any <laughs> uh, Ronnie James Dio stuff, you should really uh, start diving into some of his um, music. And I think if you watch this um, documentary, it will endear you to a man if you're familiar with him. It'll make you love him even more. And if you've never even heard of him, it will make you want to listen to his music. Yeah. And it gives you a great background of him, how he started before the Beatles, and how prolific his career was and all the different turns and twists that his life took and then the ending of his life and uh, you know me and Steph had the opportunity to see him play uh on his last tour before he passed away we got to see him play with heaven and hell which is basically black sabbath um and uh it was fucking amazing yeah He, he he played uh I love that album. Um, I love both albums of Heaven and Hell. Um, they're, they're fucking awesome. But Bible Black is like, and it's funny because Sebastian Bach talks about how much he loves Bible Black. And I was like, that song's so good. And then they they, they play it in the um, 
in the documentary, but it's actually, you know, not to get soppy, but like it made me fucking cry oh, and I don't made- ever cry for anything. And I was fucking sobbing in bed yeah. at, with, with, with COVID <laughs> watching this. So I was like, <laughs> it, it made me cry too. And then, and so, so I watched it. I told Steph, I was yeah. like, you need to watch this because I think it's just, you know, I, I, he has such a huge catalog of albums and I would always say click, uh, stick with the classics. But also if you're going to re- uh, listen to heaven and hell, and the Sabbath albums that he did, um, then go back and listen to, uh, you know, Rainbow, the, the stuff that he was on. The Rainbow stuff is so fucking ahead of its time. It's like unbelievable when you listen to some of those out, al- some of those songs you listen to and you're like, you know, they were influenced by Deep Purple, but they totally made like their own sound and really are responsible for like heavy metal music and what it is now. It's like fucking crazy. And then if you really, you go back before Rainbow, it's Elf, and Elf is more like mm-hmm. I, I'd say Elf is more like Deep Purple. So it doesn't. I never really gravitated towards that. But what? Yeah, what did you think of it? Because I, like, I'm, I I'm, loved what. No, I, I didn't know a lot of his story. Right. I I'm like I'm just like a sucker for like someone who is like just like sincerely a very nice, kind, loving person. Yeah. And in this documentary, that's all anyone says about him is how wonderful he was and how much they fucking loved him. And when you see that. It's like, I don't know. It makes you like, even his wife, because he's with his wife forever. Oh my God, forever. But every part, people were crying during their interviews because they like are still so upset about his death, which was like quite a few years ago, Mm, you know? At this point. Um, Yeah, I don't know. I just thought it's it's just like a wonderful story. I mean, listen to his life story is so, it's so interesting, right? From mm. his like upbringing and and like you said, through the different genres of music that he did um, until he found like what he really wanted to do and what he was, he was passionate about. Yeah, and there's a lot of cool stuff for nerds too. Like um, the one, uh, uh, is it the drummer? I believe it's the drummer. Yeah, um, he has all the cassettes from their like session recordings oh, when yeah, they when were recording Holy on? Diver. Yeah. So they go into, and they go into everything from like the artwork to uh, Holy Diver, how that was oh, formulated. And, like, some of the some of the stuff about the different like the stage shows and how elaborate they were, and like yeah, I don't know. And then doesn't is there one point where his wife like pulls out that shirt, his like very his favorite yeah, yeah. white shirt or whatever well, with the I big think sleeves? When you oh, go back so to like er, early Dio and you start listening to it, you're like even when he was on Sabbath for Sa- the um, Sabbath albums, you know, you listen to those like Mob Rules and stuff, and you're like. And uh, you're just like, like Iron Maiden, like basically took this yeah. and made it their own, you know? Right. A lot of those songs are like verbatim Iron Maiden. Yeah. Like it's crazy. Granted, they were like the same time, but like, you know, they're both coming up in the seventies and stuff like that. But definitely there's a lot of crossover there because I feel like, especially when, um, well, it's like that whole when, fantasy, especially when like, Bruce Dickinson came because it was like Bruce Dickinson was very like fantasy yeah. and like, you know, like the most epic fucking songs. Ever. Right, right, right. Yeah, and I like, love it. Bruce Dickinson's singing style, I think, is like more. It's kind of like somewhere between, uh, like King Diamond and uh, Dio. Yeah, like that's where Bruce Dickinson's at, and like in between, you know, mm-hmm. he can't reach the super high. He can reach highs, but not as high as King Diamond. Right. And then he's got this more like he can be like deeper and more melodic. You know. Yeah. Kind of like a uh, Dio. A lot of Dio songs. I mean, I'm getting caught up on Dio stuff, yeah. but like. <laughs> A lot of Dio stuff, a lot of Dio's hits were kind of like the same thing where it's like very addictive chorus, right? But then when the verses come, it's just like a bass line. It's like, mm-hmm. bum, ba-num, bum, ba-num, bum, because that's because he played bass. So he was writing his lyrics oh, for the okay. bass. Yeah. So it makes sense when you think yeah. about it that way. But yeah, everyone should watch it. It's great. Dreamers never die. All right. I'm going to talk about these next two movies. Steph didn't watch these, but God, I got to talk about them. And I wish you could have watched them and we could have talked about them. But it's just, I'm going to mention them now. So there's this movie called Felidae. 
made in the 90s. It's an oh, animated really? it's an animated movie that was based on a bunch of paperbacks, kind of like paperbacks from hell or oh. called Felidae, which is about a cat. And it's basically like a crime noir, but the cat is the detective. Oh, holy shit. Um, this I don't know where you can buy this at, but I watched it on YouTube um, and I watched the English dub on YouTube. And I believe the German with the English subtitles is also on YouTube, but I watched the English dub. Super fucking great animation. I don't know how I never fucking heard about this movie before, but it's gory. It's like oh. showing cats like eviscerate it, like because he's trying to figure out who's killing all these cats oh, in this neighborhood. Oh, that's he, so cool! And he has like this buddy that he's like taking around with him. It's only like an hour and twenty minutes. It's fucking highly recommend watching it. Um, some of the, the animation style reminds me of like uh, a little bit not as good as um, All Dogs Go to Heaven, okay. but like in that wheelhouse. And this would fit. This movie would fit perfectly if you're watching Watership Down. Right. Okay. Or like Play Dogs or something like that. I feel like you would love this movie. Um, they show cats fucking and like biting each other. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> fucking oh man, uh, it, it's crazy. So I heard about all these like um, I was tr- looking up trying to look up like. I don't know what, how I was searching for, but like disturbing animated movies from like the nineties yeah. and to early two thousands. So I found that movie uh, and I want to get the paperbacks for that. Cause apparently it's a series. There's like eight paperbacks. Oh, nice. Um, but Felidae means feline, obviously. Is it um, like in German? Like the paperbacks are German? Um, I don't know if they're German okay. or not, to be honest with you. Um, could be, a, I would assume so, but it could be another language. Yeah, uh, so then I, so then I watched this other movie that was recommended, um, called paddock. And, I, I, you need to watch this movie too, stuff. <laughs> I watched it the other night while you were falling asleep uh-huh. and my mind was fucking blown. So it's a, uh, um, look it up real quick. P A D A K. Pull it up for me. Cause I want to say it's Japanese, but I don't want to misspeak. Um, what year is it from? 2000s. It's got, I think 2000, it's wait, 2021. Like that early. No, it's called, it's also true? called swimming to sea. Okay. I found that. It's not, yeah. In IMDb, it's not on there. Paddock. Okay, I see. It's a mackerel from the ocean attempts to escape from a restaurant aquarium tank before getting eat- getting eaten. Yeah. But what, what, what is, is it? It's Jap- Japanese. It's Japanese. Okay, yep. I thought it was Japanese. Um, just because of the culture. So it's really fucking cool movie. Um, super, super dark. Super fucking dark. Like, I can imagine seeing this as a kid and it being totally disturbing to me. But oh no, it's Korean. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Korean. I okay, yeah. Korean. That's why I didn't want to say because I was yeah. either between. Um, I was either between. I had to go down and find that. Well, the thing. only reason I thought it was Japanese because it's like a lot about like sashimi and stuff like oh, okay. that. So I kind of assumed. Um, yeah. But uh, I either thought it was that or Korean because Koreans are always the Japanese and the Koreans are the ones, man. Yeah. You got to watch out for. <laughs> They're always doing like the fucking weird shit. So anyway, it kind of has like the visual style of somewhere between like Finding Nemo. Uh huh. But it's just like, no, this is dark. And it's basically about a fish who gets captured. He's like a mackerel and he gets put in this tank um, at like a like right by the ocean, like fish market where people oh, just come yeah, in and, yeah. and they eat fish like sashimi style while and, and also like while the fish is still alive. Oh, boy. Uh-huh. And so they're in a tank with he's in the tank with all these other fish. And then next to them is like a uh, like a tank full of like crabs. OK, um, snow, like snow crabs, like the big, the big spongy ones. And, um, so, and it's weird too, because like the fish that can talk in the movie have regular eyes, but then the other fish have just oh, like cloudy like, eyes. Like fish, like, so they look like, like zombies, like oh, zones, yeah. like uh, zones, Dr- drones. like drones. <laughs> Don't! <laughs> um, but I think you would love this movie because like it touches on like, um, so the, there's like a leader in this tank and he's like a flat fish kind of looks like a flounder, but he's like green and brown uh-huh. and he lives in the, um, 
in the grate under the tank where like the motor is. He lifts oh. it up and he goes under there. Uh-huh. So when people come by, he taught all the fish to like roll over on roll oh, over so they so pretend to be dead. Oh or whatever. my god! So he has them all under his control. Um, and you think like uh, you th- if they paint it as like he's the villain and this mackerel is like the good guy, right? Right. Because all the fish they play this game where like um, it's like a riddle. And the flatfish pretends he's from the ocean, but he has never been in the ocean. He was actually a farm fish, Oh! but he pretends he knows all the stuff about the ocean because they're all farm fish until this mackerel comes and the mackerel's like, none of this is true. I came from the ocean. What you're saying is not true, but he, that the game is when they're starving to death, like whoever wins the the quiz gets to bite another fish's tail and eat some of it. (laughs) So every once in a while they'll throw a dead the the uh, the owners of this restaurant will throw a dead fish in there for the other fish to eat and they're all like eating it and there's all blood and uh-huh. like intestines and stuff like that um so eventually the mackerel's like i'm gonna get i want to get out of here i gotta get out so he jumps out of the tank and tries to make it to the um land he doesn't make it he gets thrown back in he's like well i can talk to, to the crab so i'm gonna have the crabs uh, break the glass for us. So he jumps into the crab tank and the crabs just basically almost kill him. Oh. So the kid, this kid comes by and the kid, there's this like Asian kid running around the whole time. He's like, what mom, what would happen if I put the big fish in with the little fish? So they, he gets the big fish, the mackerel who thinks like at this point, like wasn't going to eat the dead fish that were put in there. wasn't going to do anything. Puts it in a tank with like little clownfish, oh, like no. finding Nemo yeah. and fucking just eats the mackerel eats all the clownfish. <laughs> so you're like, I thought this was supposed to be the hero of the movie. Right. And now it just killed all these little babies <laughs> oh, in cold blood. So then he gets tossed back in, uh, back into the main tank finally. Cause he, they find out he wasn't supposed to be in there. And what ends up happening is you think, um, Somebody comes in and is like, oh, I want, um, I want flatfish tonight. And so he, the flatfish is in an argument with the mackerel about like him leaving the tank and how he, he's messing with his order or whatever. Yeah. And he's so distracted, he doesn't see the <gasps> humans come up, doesn't tell anybody uh-huh. to float. So they scoop out the flatfish, right? And they put the flatfish down and the flatfish is looking around and the guy's getting his knife. And you've, <gasps> you've seen it a million times before. The guy pulls out a fish yeah. and he knocks him in the head to knock them out first and then starts cutting their heads off. And this fish are screaming as he's ripping out their guts like they show uh-huh. all this. Um, but it's animation, so it doesn't right, look as right, brutal right. as it could. <laughs> yeah. So he's like, he's looking around. There's this moment. It's like a close up from the flatfish's <gasps> eyes. Uh-huh. He's looking around the restaurant and he's watching everybody eat like the fish, like raw fish, like close ups of their mouths or whatever. Uh-huh. And he gets called away like three times. So it shows like the flatfish like sweating. And then he's just about to cut the neck and the waitress comes back and is like, did you kill that flatfish yet? And he's like, no. And she's like, oh, well, they changed it. They don't want that. They want mackerel. Oh my God. So they fucking scoop out the mackerel uh-huh. who's supposed to be the hero of the movie. And he just gets fucking killed, like gutted up. <gasps> oh and he, my God. he's on the table looking around and all his family's like picking his guts out and eating them. And the flatfish jumps out of the tank and goes into the water and swims away. Yeah, I had to tell you the whole thing of that oh story. Oh my god! Because the fuck, I had to. Because it's such a backwards way of telling a story that would never happen in the states, where like basically the villain lives. Right. Like it would always have been the mackerel that lived in yeah, like the American yeah. version, and it fucked my mind up so bad. I felt dirty. Yeah. I felt like I like had sex with a dirty prostitute. When I was done oh watching that movie. God. I was like, no, this is not the ending that I wanted. I wanted the mackerel to live. Damn. And he's just like, ah, don't eat me. It was amazing. Oh my god. So much other more disturbing shit happens too, but you need to check it out. Um, it's Paddock. You can watch it free on Freevee on Amazon Prime. It's also called Swimming to Sea. And it's from 2012. So I don't know how we started talking about the Saw franchise. I know remember? how. We, yeah, because I was revisiting movies that I hadn't watched in a while. And I watched um, Hereditary. And I wanted to watch the first Saw movie. Mm-hmm. Because I remember liking it a lot. 
<laughs> yeah. You're like, do you want to watch some of it? I was like, fine. And I was like, we're going to watch all these. Because that, <laughs> that seems like a great idea. <laughs> and my God, dude. So we're going to talk about it. We watched uh, all the way. We didn't watch Saw 10 yet. No. Or watched- Socks. Yeah. Socks. What about fucking them socks, man? Watch fucking nine of them. Baseball. Socks. Red socks. Uh, We watched nine of them. And after a while, I think by the third movie, I didn't understand the lore anymore because there were so many twists and turns. I was like, I don't, I don't know what they're referencing. What movie is this referencing? Because they're all just like, they just, and it just gets worse and more convoluted as you go. It does. And like every movie you're like, I don't understand because this, these killings don't really fit into like the whole like um, jigsaw like like mode you know of like how he operates i think then you're like oh because it's not jigsaw it's this other fucking asshole who's like i'm your follower but psych i'm gonna just kill everybody because i'm gonna do what i want because like in my mind i thought for the longest time i thought saw two was saw three so saw two for this whole time i was talking about how much i liked saw three well not really but how it was like my fate my quote-unquote favorite of the franchise (laughs) and really that was part two and i was like okay so the needle pit the needle pit yeah. yeah yeah And and let's be real, like none of these movies are fucking good whatsoever. Like no. even even the first one, going back and watching the first one, because I was like, oh, the f-, even Steph was like, oh, the first one, you know, that's still going to be a classic. It's fucking horrible to watch that movie now, like in with modern eyes. Yeah, it's awful. Everything is like a. I mean, and this isn't the only thing that's bad about it, but like, I thought it was gonna. I thought. It was like more grounded in like the Saw universe, like looking, I mean, on that Saw 7 universe with right. like realism, but with the first one, I mean, yeah, yeah. and it wasn't when we went back and watched it, I was like, this is just as awful as all the rest of the fucking <laughs> movies. Like the acting's horrible, the green filter on everything, the blue filter on everything. Yeah, yeah the, the filters are like... But here's the thing. Yeah. And you said, and, and I said this, you said it and then I said something about the filters, but then once you get to a certain part in the, in the, in the trilogy... Like the seven, tr- like, the series. Uh, the, yeah, yeah, series. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> when you get to like seven or whatever, they stop using those filters, and that, it's and it's, it's jarring. It's a very. It doesn't feel like a saw. Movie. Yeah, you're like this ain't saw. Where's my filter? And they stop doing that like shake thing. Wow, got a fast move. <laughs> every every time, <laughs> me and Steph love it because Chris Rock brought it back in Spiral. Like every time, like uh, oh someone's my God, yeah. every time someone's in like a torture device, and he's like, "You have five seconds to escape, or else you're gonna be dead if you don't put this thing in your butthole." And like, it shows a close up of the victim, and they're like, "You're not." They're just like, and they're shaking, but it's like the fast yeah. forward shaking in like the fucking torture device. I was like, I love that so much. It's so fucking stupid. It is so dumb. Yeah. Yeah. But there is one movie where they completely take out, they take that out and they take out the filter. They're like, is this even a Saul movie? Mm-hmm. It's so dumb. Yeah. We, we really disliked Spiral. I finally, we finally watched that. Why did that movie, why does it exist? Yeah. I think there was elements that could have been cool about it. But like this, the, the the voice they did for like oh, Jigsaw so is fucking awful. It's so like dumb. it sounds like a simple text like the chains in front of you will break <laughs> in exactly five it's seconds. It's like a dumb TikTok voice. Leave or die. The choice is yours. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, I am haunted. Yeah. Like okay, they they feel, but they feel like they feel like they are a series up until about I think the first six. Right, and then there's like a, like a lot of time, yeah. like where they're like, "Oh, go back to this one," and then we go back, to, we jump around, and then Jigsaw's not dead, and then it's this cop, well, because, and then this cop is dead, and then Marky, I mean Donnie Wahlberg's not dead, and then he is dead. <laughs> well, because they 
because they put back themselves into a corner with Jigsaw having cancer, right? Right, right. right. So like they're like, how many times can we go back to milk in this? When <laughs> except when they actually bring him back, and then he's like, those doctors got it wrong. I didn't have metastatic cancer after all. But he did have some type of cancer. He I mean, he did die, didn't he? They said that I never had cancer, and then but then at the end they're like, but he did have cancer, and I was like, <laughs> but was he lying that he had? What? I was like so confused. It's very confusing. My favorite one was with what's his what did I, what was I saying his name was? He was like Greek uh, oh, Sylvester Stallone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, he, He's like Greek Sylvester Stallone. We, what is the actor's name? name? Like Pistachio Creme Brulee. He has like a really stupid oh name. Oh my god, wait, I gotta look it up because we kept saying it. I kept saying every time I look I at this like, guy. I was like, he wants to be a Sarandonathes, but he's not a he, He's like I kept saying he's Taziki <laughs> Stallone. He's fucking Taziki. Oh Taziki Stallone needs to get the fuck out of my face. Oh my god, I got, we gotta find his name. His name is like Costas, Costas Mandalore. Oh my god, no. <laughs> nobody's name is Costas Mandalore. But that movie that he's in where he's the killer, yeah. that movie is fucking so stupid. And I, Steph's like, this movie's so dumb. And I was like, this movie's the best. This movie <laughs> is fucking, it. it's so stupid. It's great. It's like explosions <laughs> happening because I was like, Steph, never before have there been explosions in Saw. Right. Now they got like, this is like a Michael Bay Saw movie with yeah. like boom, booms, <laughs> zoom, zooms. I loved it. Remember we were calling uh, uh, Carrie, Carrie Underwood. <laughs> Oh, I kept calling him Carrie Underwood. So I was like, oh, you remember him from, uh, from uh, what is it? The uh, Princess Bride and from Robin Hood Men in Tights. Men, yeah, he said Men in Tights. And I was like, uh, uh, I was like, oh, Carrie Underwood. So Steph was like dying laughing. And I was like, that's not his name. That became a thing. And yeah. they were like, so like, we just kept calling him. We watched all those movies in the span of like three days. It was a lot. The one day, exhausting. the one day, like I thought I was in a Saw movie because we watched so many <laughs> Saw movies. And I will say for the record, those movies are ass. But I fucking, I enjoyed the shit out of them. Right? I did. I did. It's like Fast and the Furious. I fucking enjoyed yeah, those movies too. But like, but they're so over the top that they are enjoyable. I, it, they're just, the Saw franchise is fucking garbage. Like peak horror garbage. Mm -hmm. But if you were to, if you were to come to me and say, Jesse, pick a Saw movie out or watch Halloween ends. Oh, I'd be like, I would watch a Saw movie. I'd be like, fucking any Saw movie. Yeah. I'll watch that shit five times too. <laughs> Yeah. It's just the best. Remember then? Well, which one is um fucking Chester Bennington? Remember? Oh, but he has his skin ripped he's off like in the Nazi. car. He's like a Nazi. He's like a fucking Nazi. Yeah. yeah. He was crawling in his skin. I think that's his wounds seven. will not heal. Seven. Fear is how he falls. Confusing what is real. R.I.P. Um, we gotta watch number ten. We gotta finish. We, it. Yeah, we gotta watch we that gotta one. See it through. Well, once that comes down, we'll finish it. We'll close this trilogy up. You know. <laughs> <laughs> what is 10? What would 10 be? Like uh, a dec dectrology? Decathlon? Uh, Archaeology? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I would say... Well, I want to know... So wait, I just have to say I'm a little frustrated because... Fr frustrated frustrated. Or, or frustrated? Frustrated. I, I think you were frustrated. They introduced... I think it's Saul 7 when... Which is the one with Chester Bennington. Seven tins with the which, seven is the one with the backwards b-ball cap. Oh my God. Right. Seven's and, when they lose the filter. Right? Seven's when they lose a filter. So, seven's the backwards b-ball cap, which everybody says is from six. It's not. It's from seven. Yeah. Okay. Get your fucking fa right. saw facts straight because now I'm a connoisseur. I watch them like, all. I am a youth. <laughs> but, <laughs> but that storyline is so crazy because it's supposed to be about this guy wrote a book about surviving jigsaw, but he was never a victim. Yeah. And so he becomes a victim. The young Indiana Jones. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it is young Indiana. That's, yeah. a, that's young Indiana Jones. And I was like, what? That's not Fe River Phoenix. 
Remember Phoenix was in the movies. Yeah. This was from the series. I never watched the actual yeah. series. Yeah. Um, no, but they introduced. Oh, you said, and you said he was from something else. He's from Boondock Saints. Boondock Saints is the fucking number one Chad movie <laughs> ever made. Every Chad in the world is like that loves sports balls. Like I fucking love Boondock Saints. Best fucking movie ever. Yeah. Why? With, with fucking Daryl. That it's will, him and Daryl. Oh, the, speaking of Daryl, I watched the fucking new Walking mm-hmm. Dead show with Daryl. Fucking really, st- really stupid. Not that that was going to be a, good. It's a spinoff. Right? He goes, like, he goes to France. How? And he be in France. Did he take a boat there? He winds up there on a boat, on a sea, on a rowboat. Oh, he rowboated to across the Atlantic Ocean. Power of France, <laughs> Parvu Francu. Yeah, he he winds up there. Holy shit! Yeah. I thought it could be not good, and I was right. Yeah. Wait, I'll, okay, I gotta go back to my thought. My thought sorry, was, sorry, sorry. at the end of Saul 7, Saul they introduce Tell Carrie me. Underwood yep. as an accomplice. Oh, yeah, he's the guy. He's but the then, killer. But then they don't do anything with that. Right. Because, well, they, the creator said they dug themselves in the corner, so they had to keep retrofitting stuff to be right. like, no, this guy was involved, no, this guy was involved, no, this guy was involved, no, this guy. So at the end of Seven, basically every single victim you've seen was actually helping right. him in some way. <laughs> right. Where you're like, you thought Jigsaw worked alone. Psych. He had a team, but the team didn't know about each other. Yeah, and that one's even stupider because... You find out that the nurse that was taking care of Jigsaw, giving him his chemotherapy, that guy is like helping him too. Right. He's like, I gave him chemo, so I helped him do this because, right? You know what I'm saying? It's It's just like so convoluted. How can you not love these movies? Right. Like you have to have like a fucking part of your heart has to be so (laughs) fucked up that you're just like, I don't want to smile or anything. I just want to fucking be miserable the rest of my life because Saul movies bring me happiness. I want to, I wish they, I hope they make Saul 20. I hope I'm old. (laughs) I hope I'm fucking 60 one day and Saul like socks X is coming out. (laughs) I would be fucking stoked, bro. Cause I want to keep seeing people get killed. Not tired of it yet. I think the only, like they should have, what they should have did with the series was after Jigsaw died, they should have made the pig face woman keep going on and making them, but then they killed her off too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like you had your second chance, right? right. It's like, think about Friday the 13th. They kept fi- thinking of like inventive ways to bring him back. Yeah, yeah. And now he, you know, first was his mom. Then he's back with the sack head. Then he's got the hockey mask. You could keep right. just doing that. Yeah, but I mean, but Jigsaw's a human. But we, did, oh, we didn't right? talk about it. We got to talk about this real quick. But, but. For fucking Spiral. Right. I can't, I would be fucking remiss remiss bro <laughs> if i didn't talk about my boy samuel L. why is he in this movie because me, me and steph kept saying spiral is like spiral would probably be fine if it was a bunch of nobodies like every saw movie is or like b-list movie right. actors but the fact that you have chris rock in this movie and, and samuel, samuel L. L. jackson it makes it so fucking stupid to watch because like I, even chris rock just seems to be trying to sell it so hard yeah. and is so fucking awful and then Samuel L., of course, like you see him in the movie and you're like, he's the killer. Like they want you to think he's the killer the whole movie. And at the end, he ends up, remember the, the oh. weird, the weird pig is like, instead of like the little saw guy on the tricycle, yeah. it's like a pig marionette. Right. Cause fuck the police. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but stuff's like, why aren't are they going to make a sequel? This? And I was like, if they're going to make a sequel, this would have to be all basically like a killer trying to kill crooked cops. Cause that's what the movie is. Right, right, right. Because, like, I mean, Chris Rock does survive at the end. Samuel L. Jackson does not. Yeah. Spoiler. He does not survive. He doesn't survive. But he's a dirty cop, so... Yeah, he's he dirty. probably deserves he got it. got the dirt. <laughs> and he got a mustache, too. I did like that. I like how he had a mustache in this movie. Yeah. Samuel L. Uh, but he's still Samuel L., so you're, like, you're just like, 
I gotta love you a little bit because you're Sam Mel. <laughs> Even when you're in a shit ass movie. You were in Pulp Fiction eating cheeseburgers and saying that is a tasty burger with legs, really wet eyes because you drank a soda. So I have to love you because you had that Coke burn. Yeah. I yeah. hate when your eyes get the Coke burn from drinking soda too quick. Yeah. Uh, all right. So anything, any last parting thoughts on socks? I mean, um, looking forward. Okay. So I'm looking at like the whole list on IMDb. Sauce. And apparently in socks. Tobin Bell and Shawnee Smith. Why is she in it? She's fucking dead. Because I told a you it's a, it's a flashback again. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I think it's, I think that one takes place between two and three. No Carrie Underwood. No Carrie Underwood. He's probably. He's probably in it, but, but he's too fat now. He's looking puffy. He's real fat. <laughs> he's like the whale. Brendan Fraser, the whale. When you see Carrie Underwood now, you're like, whoa, like Google Carrie Underwood. So and look at what Carrie Underwood looks like. Speaking, <laughs> speaking of, I was listening to the Mark Marin podcast where he interviews Ben Ben's podcast. When he interviews 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 what is his name from the, Bell. Whale. from the whale Brendan Fraser Brendan Fraser yeah it's really interesting I want to watch the whale yeah I mean it's apparently like Mark Maron like start crying during this interview because he's so touched by this movie mm. Mm. I want to watch it I think Brendan Fraser doesn't have feelings though I don't think he, I think well, he's he a talk, sociopath I mean if you listen to this interview he he doesn't really sound like like he's very he's very kind of monotone. I, no. Every time Brendan Fraser talks, he's monotone. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. When he was skinny, he would like have peaks and valleys. And then ever since I don't think he's like fat fat now anymore. But like ever since older. he's older, yeah. he's just he. Don't, I don't think he cares. I don't think he feels anymore. I don't know. I mean, no, he definitely gets, he definitely gets a little worked up when he's talking no, he about his past and like the sexual assault stuff. You know. Oh, yeah. I guess yeah. that would make you pretty mad. Yeah. Um, VHS 1985 is next up on the billards. Yeah, the billards. Let's go to the billards. Yeah. Okay. Thoughts. Um, you you leave me in the thoughts. I, I mean, feel my like thoughts I talked... are my thoughts are meh. Totally meh. I think this was the least enjoyable. Maybe this, this was well. I just like was here's so the thing. No, I don't disagree it. with you. I don't disagree with you, but it can't, I didn't, it can't compare to hell rap mode. But I didn't, you know? st- well, yeah, but I didn't, I don't, I'm not like all about the VHS I mean, franchise, yeah. except for those two. What is it? VHS 99 uh-huh. and VHS 94? I think so. Was that it? That sounds right. I think there was, was just yeah. those two are the only ones I like. Right. VHS 3, I think was pretty, there had some, some cool stuff in there. Like, um, like the cult one was in VHS 3, I believe. Um, but other than that, like, so to me, it's not like a consistent series anyway. Yeah. So, but I was, re- I will say I was really hyped for this because obviously, Sale of Satan, we do a lot of 80s movies. Yeah. So I was like, this is going to be really cool. And it was just very, there was nothing to like really sink my teeth into that like left a lasting impression. There wasn't while, anything like super even creepy about any of it. The only right? thing, like, the only one I thought was creepy was with the, um, I don't remember any of the names of any of the segments. Can you pull them up? Yeah. VHS, uh, 1985. Um, I think that one was called false copy or something like that with the creature that was like mimicking. It was slowly turning into a human out of like, just like weird amorphous blob. I thought that one was kind of cool. But other than that, like the one, the one that left me feeling totally unsatisfied was the one with the lake where everybody was getting shot and then they came back oh, to life because of the lake yeah. and they get revenge on this family. That's like a cult that kills people on this day every year. I was like that, but that's it. Yeah, so Total Copy is the one I was talking about with the creature that's, they, they find, remember it's like a college campus and they're monitoring their creature? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That one, was like the, that one was like the creepiest one. Yeah. Um, but and then they were like, oh, it's like fine. And then it just like kills everybody. Yeah, it's like very the thingy. Yeah. Um, 
mixed with like Project X or something like that. And then Dream Kill, remember that one was the one where oh, like all the murders, the kids like dream, they're dreaming yeah. the murder before yeah. it happens. And I uh, was like, I mean, it was fine. I'm just like I, I, I wanted more like uh, supernatural stuff. I think I don't know. God of Death was another man one, which was the Spanish one where the earthquakes happening. Yeah. And then they, I think this was like their, this was them trying to do Ratma again. Where right. It's like oh, we're going underground, and then there's a the weird like this like mythological creature, or whatever, yeah. and like yeah, I mean that's what, and like like you said when we were watching it, there's no like um like overarching story that we keep coming back to, which they've done previously, you know? Yeah. Um, so it was just like story after story. Although we, they did go back to that one at the lake when they went to the family's house. Yeah. And they were like celebrating that the girl committed all those murders, but there was no like story to keep returning to. No, there wasn't. Which, like, I, I don't The know. wraparound stories are always, like, not yeah. good. Um, so the other one was called No Wake. That was the fucking rap. That was the wraparound story. Right. And then Techno God. Oh, that was right. The where she was like talking about the computers and technology yeah. and like oh the VR the VR thing. That was week two. It was. There was like I feel like it could have been that one was like interesting, but it could have been. I'm not. I'm just like not into spoken word per, poetry, or whatever. So like, <laughs> well, I feel like what's been happening is they're progressively getting more low budget, and this one was so low budget that they couldn't. Like, I felt like maybe it was the same budget as the one before, but they didn't utilize the budget well because right there it looked fuck it. If you looked and felt cheap, and there was no good story to go along with it either, so yeah. just felt very meh across the board. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't even really have a favorite. They were all just kind of like. like I don't whatever. think I did. I think my favorite, honestly, my favorite probably is the lake story because I did like that they went back and they filled the water guns with the lake water and then they shot it in her mouth or whatever and then she was like, "I'm not. I can't die." With her arms like that, like right. a robot. <laughs> like Steph just but, did like monster. But I mean, overall, a robot. I was actually annoyed that we wasted time watching this is how I felt after. Oh, it. I felt the same yeah. way. And I never felt that way after I was like, I was like man, people hate the VHS. Uh, the last two, maybe the way this, that's how they felt watching those. Is yeah. how I feel watching this. <laughs> Cause if you hated those movies, you're really going to hate it now. Right. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Um, Oh, next up another one that people were just jizzing their pants all over. Uh, talk to me. Talk to me. So yeah, I, we I watch mean, this separately. I heard so much good stuff about this. Like, I mean, I heard some mixed things, but overall, like very good reviews. Anthony Trevino, this, this is a spiritual successor to It Follows. Edge Lord, <laughs> Edge Lord, Anthony Trevino, Edge Lord. I think that I think overall it was an enjoyable movie. I think that there were scenes that were truly disturbing, like when the younger brother. Is smashing his fucking face into shit. Very hereditary-ish, huh? Yeah, but like overall, they didn't provide me with enough information. I wanted, I needed to know what was the origin of that hand. Mm-hmm. You know, there was no like background into that. Didn't they um, say that the, the the kids were passing it around? Yeah. like they didn't really. That's, that was kind of my a lot of my misgivings with it too. Are like I don't I like actually less is more. I think that's totally cool. But the fact that like these two rando kids had it was mm-hmm. just a little bit unbelievable to me. So I would have liked you to put something in place there. Like even if it was very simplistic, like oh they. They dug it up and it's They dug it up or like their fucking, their grandfather died and they found it in his closet or something, like anything, you know, maybe have like the grandparents die in mysterious circumstances or something. here's the thing, like some rando teenagers find this fucking ceramic hand and they're going to know to 
talk, oh, talk to me and touch. No, they're not yeah, going to know to do yeah. anything. Explain I, it. I please. think I was also like, <laughs> I think I was also more annoyed by like the whole generational thing with like how everybody's streaming. Every like they, oh they my did God, it, yes. like they did it basically to be able to stream it. Right. Like that's it was why all for likes on Instagram. It was all for likes on Instagram. <laughs> right. And maybe that means that we're old. It does. Right. Because we can't old. relate to that. I mean, I don't need someone to tell me that. Right. Right. I, I feel that yeah. when I try to get out of bed. <laughs> And my spine doesn't want to align right. I'm like, I guess I'm not walking today. Yeah. That's my life. And then yeah. I just slurm down the steps. Slurm on. <laughs> but I will say, okay, so what, what did I, I didn't hate this movie, by the way. No, I didn't I'm saying, Yeah. I really enjoyed this movie, I will say. Yeah. But I don't, the hype probably didn't work in my favor. Number one, I'll say that. Uh, as unique as everybody was saying this movie was, didn't feel like that unique of a story to me. It felt like, it felt like a more edgier Blumhouse movie yeah. <laughs> like it, like if Blumhouse actually knew how to make movies then this is what it would be like like where I would be and I would have fun with it and I would enjoy it but I wouldn't be blown away you know um, I think it was a really cool accomplishment for the directors that made it during COVID uh, apparently it was like very super small budget and relatively unknown cast and I think all the actors did an amazing oh, job were, everyone was great I liked uh, the character development was really really good I appreciated that um, I liked I, I did like how these, I don't, I don't know. I think it would have been better for me if it was grounded in more of like a nineties feel for me. Um, oh, than just, like modern time. Yeah, yeah. Just cause I don't know. Technology with the, the TikTok stuff just brings me out of it. I think it would have been cooler. Um, maybe they were like videotaping it or something like that with camcorders. The whole TikTok thing was just lame, but yeah, the rule thing is just very murky. Um, and I saw the ending coming a mile away when right. sh- they, she's the one that they're calling back and other kids are watching her and she's dead and they're TikToking her yeah, and yeah, yeah. everybody's like that ending was so shocking. I was like, but was it? I mean, I don't, th- I'm not, I'm not a fucking genius, but like I saw it's where the movie was going yeah. from the get go. But overall I had a really good time with it. Um, I don't, for me personally, aside from like the brother brutalizing himself like that, that was like the creepiest part for it me. Was. A lot of the movie was like trying to be creepy, yeah. but really wasn't working for me. Yeah. Um, and I just, I, for me personally, I felt like it was just like a very hard to believe that kids would keep wanting to do this over and over and over and over again. Right. So I didn't buy that from the get go. So it kind of made the whole rest of the movie yeah. unbelievable for me. Yeah, I guess that that is like, okay, so these kids like they're it's it's simultaneously like terrifying but a, an adrenaline rush. Right. Is that what like, because they almost like acted like they had a high from it. Right. Yeah. I don't know, but I agree with you. Like, why would they keep doing it over and over again? Also, I have to say, like, I like the idea of like that younger kid since he was like in it longer that he was like stuck in that like purgatory. Yeah. Right. That was kind of cool. Well, because you know that's going to happen because they set the rules. Like, yeah. what is he like sixty seconds and you got to be out 90 of there? Seconds, I think. But it's very yeah. arbitrary because it's like how they know that. How do you know that's the exact time? Just because you're starting your phone timer at right. that time, you don't know. Also, who well, told them that? It's not like the it's not like the hand has like a watch on <laughs> right. it that counts down for you, right? Did they find like a document that said like this is the SOP that goes along with this yeah, hand yeah. <laughs> when they found the hand? What does SOP mean? Um, I don't know. Standard operating procedure. Okay. Um, so I don't know. Whatever. And then the ending was kind of obvious. I mean, I thought, I, think, I thought when she stabbed her dad, that was kind of like shocking, I guess. But again, you knew it was going to happen yeah, yeah, you know because she was in that world, right? Right. Because right, she was like seeing the demons. Yeah. yeah. I right. Um, I enjoyed it. Yeah. I think it's worth uh, watching. For it sounds sure. like we're hating on it, but we're not really yeah. hating on it. I think it's just like the, it didn't, though, I think the it, hype. It there was so not, much hype. Right. It didn't live up to when people tell me it's the best movie they've seen all year. 
I'm expecting like fucking perfection. This movie has a lot in common with another movie we'll talk about in a little bit. The most recent movie we watched last night. To me, mm. it has a lot in common with like the things I didn't like about it. Right. Why I didn't like it as much. Yeah. Um, I do think I will say for being like the beginning of a new franchise, strong first movie. You have totally so much room to world build if you wanted to do a sequel, which they're going to. Right. Um, I so, want to know more. I want to know more of the that, that's lore cool. behind That's it. cool for sequels. Yeah. But like, as far as this being like the first jumping off point, I don't, I don't, I don't agree with it being super original. I just didn't feel that way. I don't know. Right. Um, and it just kind of felt same in like the world of Blumhouse movies where like you have like that, uh, what was that other movie called? Uh, Speak No Evil, where like the Truth or Dare movies, uh, they yeah, all kind yeah. of feel the yeah. same. Yeah. And like, I want them to try to break away and do something a little different. I think they, they tried here, but for me, it wasn't super yeah. successful. And I actually agree with John Sutherland. He said it was a fine movie, um, but it wasn't like as amazing as everybody else was saying. I totally agree. Completely agree. agree. Yeah. Yep. It, it was good enough for a watch. Um, this movie wasn't totally good for a watch. Uh, totally killer. I didn't watch it. Yeah, I watched it, and you don't need to watch it. It wasn't <laughs> fucking good whatsoever. It was super fucking annoying. The, the is it for kids? The killer. It, it's again. I think it was like for kids that like barely like horror movies to enjoy it. But then it was like had all this nostalgic throwback stuff in it that wants older people to like it. I didn't feel that way at all. The killer mask looked like fucking Max Hedrum, Beavis and Butthead. Uh-huh. <laughs> it was horrible. Um, it, the acting wasn't good, even though the chick from Karen and Shipka from uh, Black Coat's daughter yeah. and all that and Mad and, Men and Sabrina. And Sabrina, not good. Her delivery's off. The person I, I heard, so I saw all these glowing reviews from people that like this director really knows how to like direct and like really knows how to set a scene and stuff. I, I fucking, I was so annoyed by this movie from the get. Oh boy. Um, and I don't even want to talk about it any more than that. Don't watch it. <laughs> it was dog shit. Maybe if you're like a 12 year old, you'll probably yeah. love it. But yeah. And if that's fine, if you're 12 and you're listening to this podcast, um, <laughs> Maybe you shouldn't be if you're 12. Oh, <laughs> uh, another shitty movie. What's the next one? Oh man, Pet Cemetery Bloodlines. Oh god. Grampy. This is fucking This is the disappointment I was talking about. Grampy Duchovny. What did they do to Duchovny? <laughs> Steph, what did they do to him? Dude, my I boy. Don't... What did they do to my sweet boy? Listen, I like to remember David Duchovny as fucking hot ass Mulder on X-Files who I was like, "Ooh, I would love to have oh, a piece of that. Oh, yeah. He looks and like now he looks like a fucking hobo hedgehog. Grandpa. He looks like a hobo hedgehog. <laughs> He's got terrible. I hate when people have dry spikes yeah. in their hair. You know what I'm saying? It's like their hair spiky, right. but it's not wet like spiky. It's right. like it's a like dry sticking spike. Or, sticking up all over. It looks like a hedgehog. Yeah. It looks weird. <laughs> and your head shouldn't look like the top of a fucking toilet brush. Yeah. It makes no sense. He has that. And then he has like grizzle yeah. coming about. And I don't like his grizzle neither. And he's got John Sutherland eyes where his eyes so closed. Yeah. Don't know if they're open. Right. Is he and, asleep? And he's swollen on top of that. Right. He got the fucking crispy rotisserie chicken swole oh, on his face, man. like blistering, blistering, yeah. burn and peel. Stabbing Westward. Right. Um, on Be- his face, though. Best album. On his face. Oh, man. <laughs> you have to, have to. I didn't even watch the whole thing, so, but I saw enough of let's it. Let's say, <sighs> if you're not familiar with this one, prequel. We're talking prequel. This one's a prequel, this okay? Is Judd, Judd prequel. Judd prequel. Background to Judd, you're getting in this. <laughs> yeah. Judd, and you know who Judd is. Who's. Don't go down that road. Don't go down that road. Um, the ground is sour. Uh, did you give her qua- Did you give the wife Quaaludes? Because I'm a finger. <laughs> I'm a, bla- I'm a blaster. What? A, that's what he did in the member Pet Cemetery episode. Oh my god! Judd was like, "Oh, I see you gave Ellie some quaalude, so I'm gonna blast I mean, her with that my was made up. I'm gonna blast her with my Frankenfingers <laughs> as I do." 
I'm gonna about Dude, to do. The listen, listen. Sequel was Judd. Judd is gonna do nuclear holocaust on your daughter's vagines. And I didn't mean sequel. I meant remake. He's gonna make your daughter's crotch into a pet cemetery. Holy fuck! And there's not gonna be nothing up there but dead mice. Who is even? Who else is in this? Oh, Henry Thomas. Henry Thomas. And oh, what do we say man. about Henry Thomas? This is what me and Steph said. What? He'll be in anything. We fucking love him. And, <laughs> and we love him in any movie he's in. Because he was in that movie where he was the plumber. And it was the worst. It was so great. And it was the best because he was in it. And I was like, and, and I looked at Steph and I was like, I don't care. He's in this. I still love him in this. And Steph's like, so do I. I was like, is this movie the best then? <laughs> <laughs> but it wasn't. But I didn't. But I don't oh, like Pam Greer. Holy fuck! I oh, forgot she was in it. My God, Pam Greer looks oh. like a death. Pam Greer looks like if someone got a turducken and buried it at the pet cemetery, and the turducken came back from the pet cemetery as like what is it? What is in a turducken? Like a fucking a duck, a turkey, and a chicken came back as that all at once, <laughs> and that's what Pam Greer looks like in this movie. She's so fucking. She is look- she burnt? She's like a she's like a boil that's like about to burst Aww. on the ass of like why did she, why humanity. Did, why did any of these people do this movie? I don't know because they couldn't have gotten paid a lot of money to be in it. So Pam Greer must Was have it been a favor? maybe favor for Pam Greer. David Duchovny. He's probably hard up. He has to be what, hard what up. What was he in last? Mortgage. Californication. Yeah. Right. But he's got to have Sex syndication money from fucking <laughs> X Files. But I imagine maybe no, that's but not they, great. He probably doesn't get a lot of money for that. Yeah. So he wasn't good. And then yeah. his son <coughs> plays uh plays a um was he a Vietnam vet, right? So his son comes back dead. He buries him at the pet cemetery. Right. When his son comes back from Vietnam, he died, comes back, he's when he comes back to life, he's not rotten at all. Yeah. He was probably out in the jungle for fucking weeks before they found his fucking bloated body. No machina holes in him from the mock from the right. gun from right. the gun right. machines. I hate gum machines. <laughs> no napalm char. He's right. got nothing. And he wasn't no skeety bites. He wasn't no embalmed in the fucking fields. Yeah. The rice paddies. So he comes Vietnam. back in a pine coffin. He's, Let's talk. Maybe we know Voyager Demeter took him six months, right? But they flew them Dracula back, right? took Dracula six months. Maybe it was a boat. Maybe it took six months. And oh, then he, he would have been a pile anyway, of Anyway, the point is, he comes back and, and he, he's fully intact. And he's like, oh man, I got still, got, even though I died and came back, still have the PTSD from war, but I'm going to go dig tunnels out in the woods superstitiously. But I mean, okay, let's talk about the original movie, right? The original story where like when they, when people were buried and they came back, they were like animalistic. Yeah. Right. They didn't, they didn't know who they were. They didn't like, they kind of knew, like I go back to my home and maybe this is my family, but yeah. there was like, there was no like conscience, conscious conscience. There was no cognition. But what, when they come back, really all they want is now they want to play with you. Right. That's what they want. Right. I want to play with you. We'll have an awful good time. Now this one, this one's just like, <laughs> nope, we're going down into the Vietnam underground tunnels with the poop mud and you're going to drown in some poop mud. And why does this movie exist? There's Native Americans in this. I feel like they're, they they bring the Native Americans into this movie because they want to explain the lore a little bit better. They do. Of what, the Micmacs. Yeah, the thing I thought the thing I thought was cool about this movie, where I thought would be a better movie, was like when they were talking about when the land was first discovered, right? By like I don't know, it was like fucking like the cowboys or some shit. I don't know. They they have this thing with like it looks like a pilgrim essentially. Okay. Yeah, and he's like uh, not not a cowboy. Not a cowboy. <laughs> I don't think cowboys were in Maine. You know the the cowboys were the pilgrims you at know, the same the Maine time. Cowboys. I imagine when Christopher Columbus came. 
He's just like, get these fucking horses off my ship. And just like these like bucking Broncos <laughs> yeah. jumped off his ship, cowboys, and they was went off. We know history. Yeah. Also, that's yeah. what happened in my history. And he fought the Tyrannosaurus Rex and cleaned them off America. Oh my god! Um, but there's like a flashback of when of like talking about the town, mm-hmm. and I thought that was cool. But the the movie itself, I, I don't know. I think like if you minimalize the movie, it could be like creepier, like right. made it like a ravenous kind of setting, oh, yeah, you know. Yeah. Yeah. But like Pet Cemetery, that could be creepy. But like, and they did they did try to do like a prequel and go back in time, but still it's like the '60s, right? So it wasn't really like right. you're not jump- that, It's not that far back. It's not like you're going back to the cowboy Chris Columbus era. <laughs> like I wish you did. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, no, it was no good. I was no good. massively let down by it. Um, it's a Paramount I, Plus original. Uh, but I will say, was it worse than the other what, Pet Cemetery the, the remake? remake? The remake? Was it worse than that? I don't, I, I would say maybe. Yeah, I think I might say maybe. <laughs> I think I might say maybe because too. Because I just thought, okay, I think unnecessary for there to be a remake completely. I also feel like more unnecessary to be an origin story. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I don't know. And it's weird, too, that you're giving us, like, you decided to, like, not do a sequel or not do a remake, but you're going to do a prequel of Judd. Right. Like, But it was funny when it was like, Judd's going to sit on his porch and drink his beer. Yeah, it didn't make sense, dude. It didn't. It really didn't make any sense. It was so dumb. But, like, also, they didn't... So, there's a... What I thought they were going to do in it was what they did in the... What they, I thought would have been a smarter idea was... And I thought they were going to do that for a little bit, but, you know, in Pet Cemetery when he's, like... Talking about like he came back from the war and his he lo- and the dog died and right, he brought right, his right. dog back and they buried the son and then the son came back and yes. they bury they burn they the burn kid. The house down. I thought that's what they were gonna do. Yeah, I thought that's what they were doing. But it seemed like they were like, now nah, we're only gonna take some of that idea yeah. and make it our own. Make story. it our own. But because right. in that one, the kid, the son didn't look like he was coming back from fucking Vietnam. It looked like he was coming back from like World War One or two or something like that. Right. In the original movie. Yeah. Wasn't Vietnam? Well, because I think the timeline of that, right? It was like in the eighties, so Judd was fucking so old. Yeah, he wasn't fighting in Vietnam. Right, he was an old man. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it just seemed like weird. I don't know. Yeah, uh, unnecessary. Yeah, and I was pissed as shit watching this movie. But you watched the whole thing. I was fucking mad as shit. <laughs> I was fucking so mad. I was like, where's church at? Where's Gage? Oh, my Steph's God. Like, oh, and they kept showing the road with, like, the trucks, yeah. too. But, like, why? Because there's no... Don't uh, go down that road. I mean, no, but like, there needed to be a kid getting hit by a semi. Right. And there needed to be a dad screaming in the street. In slow motion. <laughs> <laughs> with, with that Kramer hair. Yeah. Flipping around. <laughs> like wet sausage. I mean, here's the thing. That movie is so amazing. Leave it alone. Pet Cemetery Bloodlines. Yeah. No, <laughs> <laughs> the original. Yeah, I agree. It is. It is. I, I, well, I and I will say I love Pet Cemetery too, but for different I mean, reasons. For different reasons, right? But I love that shit. Yeah, I know you do. Same director, Clancy Brown. Fucking love it. Yeah. Love it every day. Oh, every day, all day. Eddie Pet Cemetery too. Yeah, every day, all day. <laughs> you put that fucking kid's face in the back of the motorcycle oh, wheel. Oh my god, mm, so good. All right, you didn't watch this one. I watched this when I was. Uh, I watched like ten minutes. COVID tripping inside yeah. with Willem Dafoe, uh-huh. where he's an art thief. He sneaks into penthouses in an Apache helicopter. He steals the art. Wait, how do you he, sneak into an, a penthouse in an Apache helicopter? Stealth. How you, that's not sneaking. St- they put, that's a fucking helicopter. They, put, they paint the helicopter so it looks like clouds. <laughs> In the sky, that's what they do. Like the like, you remember? Remember in Super Mario, oh where there was a cloud, but yes. there was a turtle that lived in the Yo, cloud, yeah. and, he, and would, he would fucking throw shit at throw you. Throw shit at you. Uh-huh. That was Willem Dafoe. Okay. Okay. He would be sneaking in there, but he would be stealing 
art for like expensive art. Yeah. Yeah. Like a, like a Van Gogh. So he gets, I don't know. This movie intrigued me and kept me well, cause entertained Willem because Willem Dafoe, a tour de force, uh-huh. you know, Maybe the reason that Aquaman 1 was as good as a movie as it was, because he was in that. that fucking hairdo he had. Because he was up on them beaches, training Momoa, Momoa with the staff <laughs> techniques. Okay? And maybe I wouldn't have loved that movie as much if without that scene. I don't know, for sure. True. Because the movie I got, he stars in. And he the best. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but he, so he... So Wait, he, you're saying it's not James Wan? Wan, 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 Wan. James Wan didn't direct this movie. Although... I, no, but he directed Aquaman. <laughs> he directed Aquaman, but he didn't direct Inside. So, but this movie was entertaining. I will, I would say, watch it um, because surely for a character study, and it's Willem Dafoe carrying right. the entire movie. He's and like he, the only person in it for the majority of the movie, right? Oh yeah, he's it. He's it. Yeah. Like the beginning, they show another guy that's dropping him off. He's supposed to go in there and steal these pieces. He can't find one. But they, do they set him up? He triggers the alarm. He gets stuck inside this uh, penthouse, and basically, he's drinking toilet water. N- there's nothing in there. He can't. <laughs> so there's like only a limited amount of food. Right. The the sink stops running. He can't place Amazon orders. He can't place Amazon orders for next day delivery. Right. Um. No he's stuck bullet, bulletproof glass, yep. can't break it. This, this, the door is soundproof, so no one comes in. Um, and no one hears him and screaming. And apparently, like, it's just the guy who lives there. Like, it's not, like, his main house. So he's in there for, like, months. And he's slowly running out of water and food because the toilet doesn't work. So they just show all his poopy in the toilet. It's like a mound of, it's like a mound of Defoe diarrhea. And he just keeps wiping. And then eventually he starts shitting in, like, the tub because, oh, like, all the poopy's God. too high. That's disgusting. Um, yeah, the, um... So he eventually starts drinking some water that's like in like this like garden that like gets triggered every so often it sprays. So he learns to like steal that water, right. but he has no more food left. So he starts eating like everything. And eventually he decides he's going to like build. It's like this um, penthouse, um, kind of like a loft ish, um, you know, super high end apartment thing with all his furniture. And he decides like there's a skylight. He's going to stack all the furniture up and like tie it together. <laughs> and it's like 30 feet. And he's uh-huh. like, and he's going to start unscrewing these bolts to this like skylight. And then what is he going to do? And he starts unscrewing it little by little. He falls a couple times, breaks his leg. Oh, and shit. I don't know. He has all these like uh, personal epiphanies as it's happening. And I don't know what happens at the end. At the end, he relieves this note to the guy saying like, thank you for letting me stay in your place for a little bit but I'm gone now. And they show the window open, but they don't show if he died or not. So I don't know if he Did like he jump off the building. I, I don't know. I don't know if he <laughs> oh opened up God. the skylight and jumped off the building. I don't know if he fell and died and the skylight was open. I don't know. They don't Holy show anything. Crap. It just ends with that. Right. But like for what it was, I wasn't expecting much, <laughs> you know, it wasn't like uh, was it more enjoyable than you thought it was going to be. Yes. And yeah. because Willem Dafoe was in it, I was like, yeah, if it was anybody else, they couldn't do it, man. But I love that, man. I mean, it's weird as shit looking. Little goblin. He's like the only goblin man to ever live. True goblin man. Like he's green goblin, but he's also like Wait, true goblin. Did I tell you that I listened to a podcast interview with him and he's fucking interesting. He has to be. Are you and kidding me? You know, he lives in Italy right now and he has like a farm with like fucking alpaca. I don't know. Yeah, that's what you do when you're rich, filthy yeah. rich. You just have alpaca farms. Like <laughs> Sam Neil has a. In Italy. Well, Sam Neil has lives like a in pig Australia. Farm. He has pigs, yeah. He yeah, pig pigs. farm. He's a wine farm. Yeah, he's just a farmy guy. You know, I mean, just doing I the best he both. can. Sam Neill just seems like a lovely human. Lovely, doesn't he? All right, real quick, let's yeah. talk about the blackening. I just watched that last I night. Didn't, I didn't watch it. Um, I will say, entertaining. Uh, 
I was um, not expecting much again. I think it's got like a 5.6 on the IMBD or mm-hmm. whatever. And uh, not, I mean, listen, not, not a great movie, but fun. And right. uh, I thought the humor was really good in it. Um, the gore was very much lacking. It's just like a pretty much like a, what you think is an inbred guy killing like these black uh, friends that are having a, like a gathering for Juneteenth. And then eventually you come to find out by the end that it wasn't, it's not rednecks. It's like one of their friends who's a black, like he's like a black nerd. He's like in it. His name's Clifton. He's fucking hilarious. He's like a Steve Urkelish kind of character. And you find out that like, uh, they basically every year they have this, they have this Juneteenth party in the one year he got, um, they basically made him feel like he wasn't black because he's like really white. Oh, really like whitish. You've said he voted for Trump twice and all this other <laughs> stuff. And he got really drunk um, and left the party the last year and like, or no, a few years ago rather, and ended up like running over a girl and killing her and spent like all this time in jail. Holy crap. So he comes back and like, uh, coordinates this thing and basically starts picking them off with oh. the help of these like twin brothers that are like seven foot tall rednecks and, uh, I don't know. It's not explained really well, but it's supposed to be tongue in cheek. It's supposed to be very corny and it is all those things. Um, um, you know, touching and having fun with a lot of like racist stuff. Uh, blackface is like a big part of it. It's like, uh, this board game with like a blackface oh, yeah, in the yeah. middle. Yeah. Very saw ish in that way, but it doesn't like go there with the gore or anything like that. Um, was but it, it was, rated R? I, I don't, if it was, I mean, maybe it was just for like, yeah, it was, I, it couldn't have been for gore. It had to be just for, um, what, like language just for anything? language and yeah. stuff. Yeah. Uh, but I recommend it. It was, I watched it for free on stars. Uh, fun enough movie. Oh, Jay Farrow from Saturday, Saturday. He's only, Saturday well, it's funny cause he's only in it for the beginning oh, and, really? they're, and they're making fun of, uh, they're making fun of one of the scream movies where one of they, in one of the scream movies, like it was like a, well-known black actor but he gets killed in the beginning and they're and they're like they probably killed him off in the beginning because they didn't have enough oh, to keep Omar him Epps. Omar Epps yeah, yeah. yeah I remember listening and they're to that like, part. oh yeah they killed Omar Epps in the beginning and they're like probably because they didn't have enough money to keep him yeah. for the whole movie and then they look at the screen because it's right yeah, before yeah. they're both about to die so there's funny shit like that super tongue-in-cheek um, I recommend it The Blackening mm. uh, you should probably check it out Let's talk about this next one. Oh, when that we just evil watched. lurks. When evil lurks, another supremely hyped up yep. movie. Twenty twenty three. Um, yeah, I mean, I've seen people what, raving. What, what's this over director's this. name? Damien. Damien Rugna. He directed Terrified, which is a movie uh, came out two thousand seventeen. We watched. We thought it was okay. Didn't love it. Um, I think I enjoyed it a little bit more than Steph, but. We weren't really sold on it. Um, and I feel like this movie is a good sequel to him in the fact that like a lot of the problems I had with Terrified that made it like not being an amazing movie for me are once again the problems in this movie that, uh, again, I don't hate this movie. And, you know, it's I don't want to go back and say, like, you know, I just said, like, The Blackening is an OK movie to watch. But then, like, you may have listened to me say, uh, talk to me, and you may think I hated that movie. <laughs> I liked Talk to Me way better than oh. I liked the fucking Blackening and everything else yeah. I watched. Yeah. So I don't want you to think that, but I think, like, I'm being more critical on Talk to Me and this movie because, because they were so it's not like everybody was jerking off how awesome The Blackening was, jerking off in my ear about it. Right. Nobody talked about it. Maybe a couple of people shared it and said it was fun, and it was. Yeah. These movies, people have just been like, oh, God, the cream it won't stop. But yeah. I, I fucking every image of the, the fucking the frames per second out of my pee hole were insane <laughs> when I watched this. Does anybody talk about frames per second? In your pee hole. Okay. Um, 
I so here's the thing. I was like into I was into this. You were inching when it, when this movie started. I was like, okay, this is interesting. It's not a zombie movie. Agree. It's like um, there's all this religious stuff going on. I even said to you at one point, I was like, I love the lore that they're building. Yeah, probably you like did. thirty minutes yeah. in. So like, there's this like the churches are dead, right? Like God is dead. There's these possessed, the rotten, the possessed people that are like cropping awesome. up. Oh, awesome! So cool. I think the first forty five minutes of the movie. What it builds is amazing. Yeah. And then the next 45 minutes of the movie is a total letdown. Yeah. Because it doesn't work on anything they've built up and it just kind of loses itself. And it didn't feel like the, I don't think the director knew a hundred percent what he wanted to do with this and was kind of finding his way as he went. Because to me, it wasn't like clear, concise story and it drug so much after the 45 like minute the, mark. The tone changed a little bit. The tone changed. Oh, I agree. There was like, I agree. Okay, so it was like very serious movie in the beginning. And then when they go to their neighbor and they're in the pickup truck together that's when the tone shifted for me and i was like is this a buddy comedy for like a minute i was like what is this oh, that's it not just what, feels oh that's not when the, the if, change happened for me, for me for me that's when it changed and then for me the change happens after he picks up his kids well i mean yeah I was just like, uh, this, like it totally, it was a dynamic shift where I thought it was cooler with him and his brother. Right. And like, well, you, they, you they, in, they introduce all of this, like, um, the, like he has like his but, wife, his ex-wife has like a restraining order against my, him. And like, why introduce all of this domestic right, stuff? It right. doesn't need to be in the story. Because it's almost like they're trying to get you to think that like he's crazy and this really hasn't happened. But as a viewer, you know this is happening because you've seen other things. Right. So showing me that stuff makes no sense. Right. It, it really doesn't. And I thought it would have been cooler to just have it be him and his brother facing this together. Because what does his family add to this? Absolutely nothing. Like why does deaths. it- why does Extra it, deaths. Yeah, it, that's yeah. all it is. It's body counts. Because what is the- the mom introduces them to these rules the seven rules about it right, right. about like you know what you don't want to do which, to, which they've the, already they've already hinted around right. a few of these so like you don't right. need that in there because you're going to meet a late you're going to meet a woman later on that's going to tell you those rules anyway right so she does so you don't need to have the mom in the son the son has is, is like severely autistic why do you need to have him in the movie just to show you that like it, what, what was your takeaway? Well, Why'd they have to have that son in there in I the movie th- okay, itself? I thought that I thought what they introduced with him was interesting that he is autistic and the demon who in, um, like inhabits him struggles with understanding his right, brain. But what does that but add to the it overall? Didn't because he became a, he it possessed him anyway. Right. So, so then so, what was the point? So he didn't have to have autism. No. Like there wasn't like a greater need to ha- make him have autism. No. Right. It wasn't like that changed the dynamic of the story that made the, the outcome different. It, didn't. it was just like an interesting thing, but it didn't need to be in there. Right. So you could have gotten rid of all that family stuff and maybe did like some more interesting stuff with the rotten, which I would have wanted to see more, more of, of right. more of like, you know, they do awesome scenes of like the mom, for instance, when she does get the son back and she's walking down the streets, like totally incoherent, like eating the son's brains right, out of his right, head. Right. That was cool. Yeah. There's so much cool visual stuff like that. You could have doubled down on that and gotten rid of it. I did like the fact that there was that woman, older woman at the end um, who was like one of the uh, cleaners. Oh, like Myrta or whatever her name so was. So she was, there's these cleaners in the movie that would go and like, you have to do these special, uh, you know, kind of like routine or like, to get rid of like the the demons, the rot. Right, or they don't really spell it out that it's religious, but it feels like a religious ceremony in a way. They have all the special you, equipment. I really right? got I really got irritated though because this is you're you're meant you're led to believe that we live in a world where God is dead, these demons are real, but everybody in this town doesn't believe that the demons would come here. Right, they're only in the big cities. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't. 
nobody believes it. Then when all crazy shit starts going down, still nobody believes it. I have a real big problem with that when you're trying to tell me that everybody knows that God isn't real and demons are real. Right. Demons are real. Everybody knows this. But then it's also like this long period of time has elapsed because people are like, I've never seen a demon. So it's kind of like, I don't understand, you know? They don't really give you a reason why the demon came to this town either. Like, why no, did it come there? No. You know? uh, yeah, they don't. Like, there's like the conspiracy theory stuff that people say, like, oh, it's the government trying to take our land. I don't know. I, I agree with you. I feel like um, if it's been going on for as long as they imply that it has, then like it is a well-known thing and no one should be in doubt of it. Right. Right. Or like make it more interesting and make it like a brand new thing. And it's like this new, oh, well, the infected are popping up. Well, because or, it was just, know. it was weird because based on. You'd go to person to person and their reaction will be different, right? Like, so the one guy that owns the farm is like terrified immediately and he believes that he's like, oh, they're, they're, not, they're not going to come it's here. A cons- government conspiracy right, right, but no, to but, not kill it to take his land. Right, right, yeah. right. But he still believes right, that they he exist. Yeah. Like, he believes that like there's a demon in his goat too. So, but like other right. people are just like, no, it's not real. Like, even like his wife is like, no, you're just crazy. Right. They, well, they. I think they introduced that domestic violence or whatever so it is kind of to question. like complicate it. But also the guy, the neighbor Ruiz, who like does initially, he, he immediately believes it to be true, but he doesn't have all these superstitions that everyone else has where he's like, can't use electrical lights, can't shoot them with the gun. Mm-hmm. He, all that's thrown out the window. Yeah. So it's like, what? why do people believe it anyway? Mm-hmm. I don't know. And then it ends kind of strange too, like the demon, basically like these rotten have a demon within them. And if they're not cleansed, like a demon will be born out of them right. out of like this bloated pus filled husk, which is awesome. Right. So Those special disgusting. effects are awesome. Yes. And when they, when you start off seeing something like that, like this, this whole, there's such a strong intro to a movie. I was so fucking hype. And unfortunately, like I said, like after 45 minutes, there's not really anything else given to you to make you feel that like you start on like such a high peak that mm-hmm. after that, just, it just keeps getting lousier and lousier. That's probably not a good word. It just doesn't. No, it, it doesn't, doesn't feed. Live it doesn't up feed to what it yeah. sets up at the beginning. It doesn't feed you enough, and then yeah. by the time the demon's born, it's just like a little bloody naked kid ass yeah. walking into the sunset with a bunch of other little kids. You're well, just like, and nothing happens. And then it cuts back to the freaking kid with autism who, who ate his fucking grandma. He ate his grandma. That's it. And then the guy's outside crying. I'm like, that's it. The kid ate yeah. the grandma. Also, I feel like I wanted more. Also, orange ice. Cr- I mean, apple ice cream. What's <laughs> yes, up with that? Apple ice cream. Apparently in Argentina. Malbec yeah. and apple ice cream. Looks like sorbet to me. I just wanted more information about this whole, like, kids love evil, evil loves children. I wanted, why? No, what I, does that mean? I think I kind of just, I kind of just took that as, like, you know, uh, kids, like, are rebellious. Kids like to do what they want to do. It's like, it's like Idle Time's the Devil's Play thing. It's like the Devil's Playground, you know? Like, kids are going to so. do naughty things. Yeah. You know, kids are going to, you know buy the devil albums and listen to right. the devil music like and little kids. Right. I mean, it's the same idea though. Right. It's like, yeah. you know, left to your own devices. Or is it like it's, children are so pure that evil can take control? Well, no, it's like Lord of the flies too. Right. You know, like yeah, left yeah. To your own devices, like kids are evil little motherfuckers that would probably yeah. kill all adults. <laughs> like humans want to kill themselves right. when you're little. <laughs> um, so yeah, no, I, I mean, I, it's worth watching. This I, movie. I, I think, yeah, no, definitely worth watching for sure. Like, um, and did I enjoy this movie way more than uh, Pet Cemetery Bloodlines? Yes. yes. Did and I didn't. Ha- I haven't like gone back to the list of what was best, but like so far in this list, if I tell you my favorite movies, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Mutant Mayhem, Talk to Me, Talk to Me, and this, and this, right? So like, yeah, I'm not like, uh, I'm not. <laughs> well, bo- I'm not, bo- no, I'm not. We're, not, we're not counting Dio. 
the no, 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 that's different. That's different. That was the best. Talk about horror movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah the horror movies yeah. we talked about. Don't bullshit me. Yeah. Don't bullshit me. <laughs> um, all right, real quick, I just like want to end with some fun things I've been watching. So I watched this anime show called Made in Abyss because I heard about it. And it was such an interesting story that I watched the first season. I haven't watched the second season yet, but it's such a fucking cool story. It's basically um, about this uh, crater that opens up and it's like bottomless. Like people explore it um, and they call it the abyss. And the further you go down, the weirder like creatures are that are in this like pit. And um, so the people that live around it have like, uh, I mean, what do they call it? Is this um, the Meg too? When there's like a trench in the ocean. No, there's no trench. This is anime. <laughs> Piece of shit. Meg 2 was poopy. It was the worst. Yeah. I was like, they took a fucking shark movie and made it like way, did too many people things to it, man. It was dumb. Um, okay, so, but the further, so they have these people that go down into the, um, into the, uh, into the abyss rather. And, uh, the, by the, by how deep you go, you get like a whistle. So like young kids are like red whistles and like the people who've gone like the deepest are like, really deep are like white whistles and then like the deepest ones are black whistles okay. but for however deep you go down and you come back up there's like consequences so if you go down to like the red level you can come back up and just get like nauseous but if you go down to like the deepest and like you could come back and not remember anything you could possibly die you get like um uh like um what are they called uh hallucinations and stuff right. like that but there's all these weird creatures down there or whatever so you're trying to figure out the whole move the whole show like what is going on deep down in there and um it just kind of like uh, slowly feeds you breadcrumbs of what, like, I still don't know. I watched the first season. I still don't know what's going on down there. But when they get to the very bottom, um, she ends up befriending like this kid, the main character girl. She's like a little girl, ends up befriending this kid with like a bionic arm so he can like swing around and stuff. And they go down into the depths or whatever. And then you end up finding like when you get down to the bottom, if you come up too fast, you turn into like a weird creature. Oh. So like the government is down there at like the very bottom level getting these getting the children and putting them in these tubes and sending them down really, really fast and then bringing them back up really fast. So they like turn into like oh. these weird fucking like blobs of flesh. Yeah. And um, I don't want to spoil everything, but it's, I highly recommend it. You should watch it. It's fuck. It was fucking great. And I, I can't wait to start the second season. Hey, what is it on? Uh, you can watch it on prime oh, okay. uh, made in abyss. Uh, I will say the animation style is what kind of like um, uh, distracted me at the beginning because it's more like, instead of being like dark, like anime, it has darkest shit moments, like where like they show kids melting. Yeah, but it's in the style of like Pokemon, oh. which is like a little bit darker than Pokemon. Right. It's probably it's not. It's like kind of jarring for your brain, but it's weird. Yeah. Um. Interesting. Yeah. Check it out. Made in Abyss. And then again, I made but was making Steph watch this. Uh, to Castle. <laughs> so fun. Oh my god. Oh my god. So, so I grew up watching this. Um, they played it on like syndicated television in my youth. And then eventually what you started to see was a uh, MXC come out. Right. And, um, and another show came out too after MXC, like a ninja show or something like that, where it was kind of like the same thing where it was basically like an impossible obstacle course you got to get through. But like, it's funny in Takeshi's castle cause it's just normal people and they get fucking demolished, <laughs> bro, doing some of this yeah. shit. Oh my God. So every night I'd get high and I would make it and Steph would get a little high and we would make her watch it and we would just be giggling. Oh my God. It's so fun. But it's like a game where no one's supposed to win and the rules make no sense. Like it's not an actual, like Steph would be like, I thought there was like 10 contestants left, but on this episode there was like 400 people i'm like yeah because they're just making up shit it's not yeah. really like it's not really like an actual show like yeah 
like it's just like it's filmed and people are actually doing the stunts, but there is no real winner. Everybody's just getting fucking demolished <laughs> yeah. the whole time. Well, that's the thing is everyone gets just like disqualified some, in one round, well, and then it's like, what do we do? <laughs> Sometimes some of the things are so impossible, like nobody can get yeah, everybody gets right. disqualified that they'll just be like, well, he did pretty good, so we'll let him go on to the next one because <laughs> yeah. he tried hard. <laughs> And even like the even like the host will be like that makes no sense you can't let him he didn't do it like <laughs> the show makes no sense uh, so you should check that out too um and then real quick uh, I made you watch uh, oh vampires kiss vampires kiss uh, oh yeah, you can talk about that uh, I didn't make you watch you that you watch that I was gonna it's fantastic planet I've rewatched fantastic oh, yeah, planet yeah, talk about that because you watched the Hobbit. No, I tried to watch The oh Hobbit God. the other... I told you about The Hobbit how I saw that as a child mm. and it fucking disturbed the fuck out of me. And then we put it on for you to watch. Some, you were into it. Break the plates. That's what Bilbo Baggins hates. <laughs> That's what Bilbo Baggins hates. But when we get to Gollum, he looks like a the fucking song. weird salamander. That's what you should have Zach tattoo on you. Oh my God. Gollum. So creepy. Gollum I can't the, watch that. That animation I cannot watch. Yeah, you kept saying it was creeping you out and stuff. I was like, I could see why. As you know, a kid. Yeah, Imagine yeah, if I, you were a kid. I could totally see why. Yeah. Um, the Gollum thing is especially traumatizing, but I made you watch a part of Fantastic Planet because yeah. I was like, I used to watch this all the time. So weird. And and you're like, this is fucking strange. Like huge blue people uh-huh. and like little naked humans, <laughs> like screaming and stuff. So weird. Oh my God. And that's I, on Max to watch. That's on Max to watch. Yeah. yeah. I grew up, well, no, I see. I just didn't say I grew up watching Fantastic Planet. I didn't see Fantastic Planet until like my 20s. My friend brought it over on VHS and he's like, have you ever seen this? I was Who, like, John? He's like, no, it's fucking weird. Um, no, uh, that weird kid, Matt. Oh, fuck that kid. With the dress shoes in the yeah, woods. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Serial killer. <laughs> he, he brought it over and I, and I watched it. I was like, yeah, it makes sense. You watch this because this is fucking weird. It's as really hell. weird. Little like little naked human titties. Yeah. Uh, so check out Fantastic Planet. Um, what do you want to talk about? Vampire's oh, Kiss. So we watched the last Voyage of the Demeter and then we were like, let's make it a vampire double feature. Double feature. And we watched Vampire's Kiss with Nicolas Cage, mm-hmm. which I had never seen fuck that movie is so good yeah it's weird it's so weird and it is not what i thought it was gonna be because everybody thinks that it's not a fucking vampire movie it's about a guy who's crazy thinks he's a vampire it's so good nicholas cage the voice he does in this movie well that's the thing about vampires kiss like everybody thought everybody i think even john said it like when we when we did uh color out of space he's like uh nick cage is doing this really terrible donald trump voice and i was like he always did that like he just didn't do it as like consistent, right. but vampires kiss. Like you watch vampires kiss and then watch color space. It's the same voice he's doing. It's so weird. It's like this Donald Trump. And then sometimes like surfery voice. Yeah, it's yeah. like almost like, almost like teasing Keanu Reeves voice, right. but like through Donald Trump. Yeah. It's weird. It's weird, but that movie was really fucking enjoyable. I love the ending of that movie when the when the brother goes in and fucking he's under the couch, yes. it's like couch coffin, <laughs> yeah. and pulls the couch coffin off of him and just fucking starts driving the stake uh-huh. through his heart. Um, t- that movie, it seems like it was uh, all ad lib, like it's, it was yeah. just all on the spot, weird. And Nicolas Cage is like a tour de force in that it's movie great. because if it was anybody else doing that movie. It wouldn't be as enjoyable. Yeah, I don't. It's so yeah. strange. Yeah, 
he makes it even more strange. Um, Jennifer Beals is also great in it. And um, yeah, I don't know. I that fucking movie, recommend it. I said to Steph when we were watching, I was like, that movie's like the progenitor to fucking American Psycho. It, yeah. It has, because it's like the 80s, right? Like, where like I work in a corporation yeah. and I wear a suit and, and I drink alcohol. And, and instead of him becoming a serial killer, he's just becoming unhinged thinking right, he's a vampire. Right. Remember the like, one scene where like they're in the room and uh, he thinks like this girl's a vampire that's like with him and they see the bat in the corner and the bats yes. flying around it looks like a little like chicken nugget yeah. flying around <laughs> and he's like oh 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 he's like trying to his hair the is bat terrible uh yeah it is it's really so, it's like a donald trump hair it's like it's a so comb weird. over yeah it's, it's so fucking strange terrible yeah so good I love when he does the ABCs. A B C D E F G H I J K L M N O P Q R S T U Z W S Y Z. Yeah, I'm so glad I finally watched that movie. Let's do this time. Let's do one more. One more. Oh well, we have to talk about Werewolf by Night. Werewolf by Night. Yeah, talk about that. So uh, this movie is not. It came out last year. Right. And we didn't watch it last year. Yeah. Last year. We did not watch it. I, I cannot believe I waited so long. Well, John, everybody was telling us to watch yes. it. We just didn't have Disney plus, but everybody was saying like, it's awesome. Watch it. It's awesome. Watch I, it. I will say it's awesome with a caveat. Fucking love this movie. Yeah. I really enjoyed I it. I love, but that's it. just cause it's just your, like your, your Hershey squirts. Oh my God. Boys in it. Oh my God. I just have the biggest crush on him. Steph was like texting me while she was watching. She's like, I just got clam bisque. All, <laughs> all my panties watching this. What's your caveat? <laughs> Uh, they made Man Thing look like a little bitch, like he was a little bitch in it. And, uh, Man Thing was like my favorite fucking. Oh, he's one of my favorite characters ever, and I didn't even know he was in this in this movie. I didn't do it. I didn't look up anything about the movie because I didn't want it to be spoiled on anything. So I was like pleasantly fucking surprised when I saw Man Thing because I thought that I never thought they would fucking do Man Thing in anything. He's basically like OG Swamp Thing. Okay, but he's like brutal. So they kind of made him like a little puss. And I was Aww. like, I did like his interaction with, um, I can't remember his name in it. The, the dude who plays the werewolf. I loved it. Like their, Jack? yeah, I love Jack, him and Jack's, um, relationship was awesome. And I was like, I would watch, I'd watch a bunch of movies with, uh, Jack and man thing. Yeah. Like as like a little ta- ragtag team. But I thought the setup was awesome. And I want to say, I thought it was amazing in black and white. I thought it was now, great. I'm- now it's like in uh color, yeah. but I would say, Watch the black and white Act, first. Filming, like doing the black and white just adds so much to it. I thought, and I, for me, I thought it made the special effects look more realistic. Yes. Yeah. yeah. He was so great. Um, I know that I'm probably pronouncing his name wrong. Gael Garcia Barnal. Isn't he in a Maros de Paros? Yes. Par- what is that called? I'm going to fucking yeah. butch it. Maro um, Paros or something. He was in. It's like, it's about, it's called. Amoros, Amoros Paros. It's like, it means I love dogs. And, and your he- mother too, where he was, a f- <laughs> him and his friend were fucking this older woman. And she's like, I'm dying of cancer. I'm going to fuck these young guys. Oh, I remember that. We watched that yeah. together too. Diego, Diego Luna, mm-hmm. him and Diego Luna. Um, That's what Steph wants to happen to her one day when she's dying of cancer. She wants to <laughs> like, uh. Yummy, yummy, yummy. Huevos and cheros yeah, to come in and just fucking plow our he town. Was, well, he was also in Mozart in the Jungle, which mm. I talked about before. It's a prime series with Malcolm McDowell. Malcolm. It's so good. Malcolm. They're like, um, they're composers in like an orchestra. Hold on, what is it um, called again? Mozart in the Jungle. Mm. And Malcolm McDowell was, McDowell was like the older Is that when composer. Malcolm McDowell fucks him in the butt? No, oh. that's a priest movie. 
No, that's the movie Owen. with Clive Owen where he oh, yeah. fucks his younger brother in the butt and then his brother kills himself because he came because he got fucked in the butt. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then Clive Owen's like, I used to be a gangster, okay, but now I'm much. a lumberjack, but now I'm going to be a gangster again. And fuck butts again. No, so he's, no, it's just about like an orchestra. He's so, right, he's just at, so fucking dreamy. Yeah. I, I like him. I think he's a great actor. He's a great actor. I mean, wasn't great and old. Didn't save old. That, I mean, he tried his best. I mean, he should have been shot in the head for doing old. <laughs> he tried but, his best. But he redeemed himself with uh, We're Up By Night. It was uh, lovely. Uh, yeah. I thought it was great. I, I just, I want to, I loved it so much that I want to watch it again already. Who directed that? Out of curiosity. Um, oh, wait, I had it Because up. I want to say. It's an Italian name. Give that, give that man some more. Because that Michael guy. Michael Giacchino. I'm surprised that like. I'm surprised Disney doesn't try to do like a little spin, like a universal monster spinoff. I mean, I know they're not universal. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying like something similar, right? And give some of those directors right? some like, because this, if I'm not mistaken, this movie wasn't really long, right? It was like, un, it was like an hour or something. It was pretty short. It was yeah. Like, it was, was really fast. And it wasn't a huge setup. It was his first like feature film. He did, he great. did like a Star Trek Super short, fun. short tracks, one episode, and then something called Monster Challenge, which was like a short film. Soup's fun. Yeah. Recommend. Uh, I don't recommend Mind Cage from 2023 because it's basically like Silence of the Lambs, but Martin Lawrence is in it. He play- Martin Lawrence <laughs> plays Jodie Foster, and Anthony uh, Anthony Hopkins is basically uh, John Malkovich. Oh, or John boy. Malkovich is, is, Anthony is, is Anthony Hopkins, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So don't watch that, Mind Cage. Yeah. I made you watch the trailer for it. Yeah, you did. And I was like, step this. You watched the whole thing? I watched it. It's oh, fucking, fuck. It is so fucking. Martin Lawrence is Jodie Foster. No. No. And Malcolm. Uh, not Malcolm, uh, John Malkovich. He just needs to stop. I, I, say, plays himself I say that about time. fucking. Uh, I was on Amazon Prime looking for something to watch, and literally I scroll past four new movies with Nicolas Cage in it yeah. from 2023, and I'm like, he needs to fucking stop. He needs money. You, you stop it. He's got he's tax evasion. Like, bro, come on, dude. <laughs> like, come on. You can't keep just being in things like too much, too much things. Yeah. I don't want to see you in things like all the time, you know? I want it to be a treat. Because if you're just throwing me like. Cage Oreos all the time. I'm gonna be like, I. This is like, it's the same still. Yeah. Like I haven't like you know. He's in like a million movies, and there's like one good one, right? Like Mandy was good. That was like so long ago at this point, though. You know. Yeah. He was in other things. Um, you want to talk real quick about Buffy the Vampire Slayer because you recently oh watched that. Oh my god! Well, and it was fun. It's so fun. Buffy the and Vampire I, and Slayer. I, I haven't watched that movie in a long time. Yeah. You probably watched it more recently than me. And I was just like, I forgot all the heavy hits in this movie. Right. Yeah. Um. Rucker Luke, Howard. Luke, Pe- Luke, Perry Luke Perry is a hobo. Luke Perry is the... the he's a homeless kid. He's like the boyfriend who's out of high school loser. And he's, he's like got, a stoner. He's got the Ben Eller meatball chin with like the little yeah, just yeah. hair molecule like <laughs> on his like... Like a, not a landing um, strip, but... Oh, um, like an oh my God. Uh, Arquette. David Arquette. David Arquette. David Arquette. Rucker Howard. Pee Wee Herman. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a fun fucking movie. R.I.P. P.B. Herman's R.I.P. De- Rucker, R.I.P. Rubens, all my boys, they all dying. Luke Perry. Luke, the mushroom, mushroom trench yeah, coat. Yeah, and fucking, what's the Luke guy? Perry got the mushroom coat, remember? Oh my God, what is her, he did. Her name, who plays Buffy. She's like a weird Republican. fucking religious Republican Evangelical, now. Kristen Stewart. She is, she is. Kristen Stewart. Kristen Stewart. That's not a Kristen Stewart. Yeah, it's her, Kristen no, Stewart. it's not Kristen Stewart. It is. Kristen Stewart's from Twilight. Oh, <laughs> Kirsten. Kirsten Swanson. 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 Yeah. Whatever her name is. Anyway. Christy, it's, Christy Swanson. Christy Swanson. It's a fun fucking movie. We always get there. Yeah. Eventually with the names. It's, it's a good movie. I'm never right. <laughs> I'm never right. <laughs> Kristen Stewart. Highly recommend. Pee Wee Herman's death scene in that is amazing. 
Ooh. Ah. Yeah. Ooh. It, it is a fucking. It, it is. It's a, fun. It is super fun. Super fun. It's kind of crazy to me that like, did you ever watch like Buffy the show when I, that was on? I didn't. No. Yeah, that was like after my John. Yeah. But I remember like my stepsisters at the time Some would watch it. Some of my it. high school friends were super into it. I just never got into it. Yeah. I think it was just, I think it was too corny for me. Yeah. I was like, I'm real goth. This is corny goth <laughs> with angel and shit. Yeah. I'm like, David I was like, they would never play Bauhaus in this. So I'm not watching this <laughs> lame shit. All right. We're on the street as you have one more movie you want to talk about. Yeah. So this is something I watched during my COVID isolation mm-hmm. that you did not watch. And it's a good thing you didn't because it's a terrible movie. However, I'm going to tell you about it. Oh, God. <laughs> it's on Hulu. Um, it's uh, Blood from 2022, starring Skeet Ulrich. Skeet Skeet! Which has, he hasn't done a sh- I don't think he's done anything except show up as like the hologram dad. He in, was like, in Hackers. Movie. No, but I mean recently. No, he wasn't. That's Hack- Matthew Lillard. Oh, Hack the Planet! No, he's the other Scream guy. Oh. Remember, he was like in the later Screams as like the, the, the hologram yeah, dad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hol- yeah. Hologram. Hologram dad. Um, and Michelle Monaghan, Monaghan, Monaghan. I kept wanting to say Moynihan, like, <laughs> from like SNL. Moynihan, yeah. that's my, my little kitty cat. That's, that's my kitty cat. <laughs> Bobby Moynihan. Mm-hmm. Um, so the only good thing about like SNL, like within like the last 50 years. Right. Yeah. Okay. So this is the story. This movie was so terrible. Yet I watched the entire fucking thing. Sounds very I'm going to tell you about I it. I mean, you, so you, you don't, don't have, have a barometer for that shit. You're watching Bosch Legacy. So what the fuck, dude? It's true, I am like I see you Bosch watching that shit Legacy. constantly. There's like 50 episodes of Bosch Legacy, and you watched them all. <laughs> and I'm like, this fucking bitch is watching the worst shit. I don't want to hear nothing out of her mouth. How is I Bosch know. Legacy? It's not good. You watched it's it not all. A, it's not as good as the original Bosch, which was a prime. This is a freebie. Sarah, you could tell that it's a freebie. It's a step down. Sarah wants to fuck that guy. I know. Would you fuck Titus? Him? Whatever. Would you fuck name? Titus? Um, he looks like no. a, he. He looks like. If Bill Nye, the science guy, decided one day, I'm going to like kind of lift weights, but I'm not like. Oh, he doesn't like Bill Nye. He's Bill Nye-ish with like a tan. Here's the thing. If I'm like talking about like a hot older guy, I'm talking about like maybe Kurt Russell as like grandpa hot mm-hmm. or I'm talking about. Grandpa, as Grampus. Um, you know, like, and you want to call him Grampus, right? <laughs> I don't want to call him Grampus. Uh, you, if you were fucking him, because he's kind of like, he's kind of like Santa. Krampus. So you call him Krampus, yeah. and why he's like, dude, I would fuck Krampus, Kurt Russell. Yeah, he's he's and, hot, and I am stoked to see Kurt Russell and his son in the new Godzilla show yeah, on Apple right? Pl- on Apple Plus. Yeah, um, but I'm talking more about you oh talking? my god, who is Tell who is the talking. guy that I that I'm so like obsessed with? He's in the Wilford new- Brimley. <laughs> okay, let's just move on. Okay, so this fucking movie. Here it is. Here's the synopsis. Tell I'm going to tell you all about the movie. Just fucking do it. Okay, mom has two kids. Right? A boy and a girl. No and no dad. She is a nurse. Who's the dad? The dad is Skeet Ulrich, but they're divorced because dad decided he was gonna fuck the nanny. Oh, you have right? to though. So that's how every porn starts. Ugly, ugly divorce, and she starts doing drugs. Mm-hmm. And then she's like drug mom. Yeah. And then he's like, I gotta raise my kids because drug mom. But then she gets clean. So she's like, I got my kids back. Then they live on this family farm. How long does that take? Like an hour of the movie? I don't know. That's just the end. Though. That's the intro. Okay. So they live on the family farm, and the kids are like, this is like, this is, we live on the farm. With There's the nothing mom. to do with the mom. Okay. And then the kids are like, one day, like, we're gonna go explore. And the kids go down to where there was a 
lake. But guess what? Lake isn't there. Lake is dried up. Lake Instead, is dried up, yeah. it's, there's a mud pit Texas with a chainsaw. skeleton Texas chainsaw and, a, massacre. and a dead tree. Oh, they're ripping it off. And the kids get stuck in the mud and oh. they have a dog. They have like a lab. I don't know what he is. It's like a bounty he's hunter? Like, dog like, a bounty hunter? No, he's like a great family dog. Okay. And the dog's there with them. And then they all come back and the mom's like, why did you get all muddy? And then they're like, we were having a good time. And then the dog starts acting weird. And the Why dog- did you feel the need to tell me? That they got yelled at because their clothes were muddy. It, because it comes, is that important? It's important. So the, anyway, they're home and then the dog runs away one night. The dog, mm. like they open the door, the dog runs away and the, the kid's like, oh, it's my dog. I love my and dog then, so much. And then they and chase then, the dog, but then it's like Texas Chainsaw no, Massacre then, and the dog's up on a chain. No, but the dog disappears and then the dog comes back one night. Oh. And the dog has glowing eyes. Pet Cemetery Part 2. And the dog, the, and the little boy's like, mom, he's back. And she goes out, he goes outside and the dog attacks. Him, oh, pet bites his leg and rips his throat out. What's the matter with Wolfie? I right. can hear him barking. So they have to rush the kid to the hospital where the mom works as a nurse. And they're in the emergency room and they're like, give him a unit of blood stat. And someone hands them a unit of blood because that doesn't happen. Can I'm you tell, tell you. me? Hold on. But can, right. can you tell me? Ask me this. Or t- not ask me. Tell tell me this. Uh, does her being an addict come into play? Back into it does. play? Okay. It does. It does. Okay. okay. Take a sip. So anyway, they, so you're saying when you go to a hospital, they don't keep like bags of blood just in every fridge. Some places have, I guess, have an emergency blood fridge in the emergency department. However, most blood comes from the from the lab where you have to call or you have to put an order in, and mm-hmm. then the techs match the blood. But there are refrigerators that aren't in the lab that have blood. Sometimes, okay. I mean, not. I don't know. Apparently, this is the thing in trauma hospitals. Anyway, okay. okay. So. So anyway, the boy's in the hospital. He's in bad shape, right? He he's like intubated. Because I remember in Blade, like he needed to get blood. He was thirsty, so he had to go to the hospital and get like blood out of the right, fridge. Right, but it's like in the lab. No, he wasn't right? in the oh, lab. Okay, so that's the thing that they do in in movies. Though. He was at like the eye doctor in the <laughs> yeah. hospital, and they're like, "Give me some egg. Yeah. He's like, oh going. yeah, the, the optometrist yeah. has that. So anyway, so the kid's in the hospital. He's fucking intubated. He's like about to die. They're like, he's anemic. We don't understand why. It's some kind of an infection. And then the mom's did, like- Did someone go like, herder yeah. vampire? <laughs> no, wait. He's not a vampire though. So the kid, so the kid's intubated and he's unconscious and the mom's outside like talking to the dad that's like, you're oh. a terrible mom. It's your fucking fault. She's like, it's not my fault. They went out to go fishing at the lake. And then meanwhile, the kid wakes up- And he's a fish. Pulls out his, eat, his endotracheal tube and he sees the blood bag hanging because he's, he's anemic. He's getting a transfusion and and he's like, mm, so thirsty. <laughs> so he takes the blood How old bag. Is How old is this kid? He's like eight years old. Okay. He gets the blood bag down and he opens it like a sippy, like a, like a, like a Capri Sun. Yeah. And he's sipping the blood. Yeah. And then the mom comes in. The mom's like, holy fuck. What are you doing? Drinking blood. And he's like, oh my God. So good. Right. <laughs> so, and then he's miraculous recovery. Okay. The kid's like, fine. Miraculous. They're like, Discharge. Go to, go to home with mom. She's like, like I, I'm a nurse. I can care for they him. They do that in America, though. They do yeah, try to discharge do. as fast as possible. As soon as possible. Well, you had a kid. You had a kid like 20 minutes ago. Sew up your vagina and go, go right home. home. Go, go right home. home. Get the um, fuck out of here. So anyway, ma- discharge to mom. So it's mom, the sick son, and the daughter at home. The sixth sense. Yeah, the sixth, the sixth sense. And um, but the mom's like, he needs. So you're saying he's blood. not, a, but he's not a seventh son. No. No, it's not the seventh son of the seventh oh, son. Seventh son. Um, so he's like, I need more. And she's like, okay, I'm going to steal blood out of the hospital. This reminds me of another movie that I watched recently with like a, the a, 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 a weird looking kid that's in fucking 
What's that guy's Lucas Haas with oh. the weird ears? And oh, he, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's he, on him, though. But, okay, okay. No, this is like a little kid. And um, like a little angelic kid with rosy cheeks. So anyway, he's like, I need more. And the mom's like, no. And she's like, oh, but I got to get it for him. So she goes, beep, boop, beep, boop, swipes her badge and goes into the lab mm-hmm. where no one works. And she takes all the blood out of the refrigerator. And then she goes into the commuter, computer and she goes, inventory, damage, damage, damage. So she can steal the blood. Yeah. Right. Sometimes I do that with the commuter like <laughs> for like pens. I'll write like our pen inventory to be negative and I take all the pens yeah. and bring them home. <laughs> so anyway, she, at home, she's like, we got to ration this blood for you. And he's like, sipping like Capri Sun drinking the blood bags. But why? Because he's, a, we don't know why yet. So you do find out. You Well, kind of. How so, much longer till I find out? So anyway, and then like, the, but his hunger is progressing and yeah, she's yeah. like, I can't keep getting the blood because she goes back to the hospital when and, they're, he, like, and they're like, someone's been stealing the blood. There's increased security. But while this is happening, does he still go out into the yard and play in the mud and get well, muddy and she yells at him for that? No, no, no. no. But th- here's the thing. If he doesn't get blood, he fucking has seizures. Oh. And then, so then, she, so they know like he needs to have blood all the time. Right. And then the one day, so then she's like, I don't have any more blood. I got to donate my own blood. So she starts drawing her own mm-hmm. blood at home and collecting it in glass bo- vials, big giant bottles big and giant. Then giving it to him. But then she looks like a crackhead because she has track marks oh. and she's passing out. Right, so then the dad's like, "You're a drug addict. You're using again. Take the kids away." See, Yo, this, back. this movie's great. So he takes Skeet over. William Johnstone. He comes and he takes the kids back. But the mom's like, "I'm gonna pack your school bag for a, full of blood for you, so you can drink it at your dad's house." Oh yeah, it's <laughs> gonna work out great. Right. So anyway, the, but then he's his hunger. Like he, they have no blood. Right. So she's like, "There's this patient. She had an oncology patient who was like terminal." Who was like, just kill me. She tries to kill herself. She comes to the ER. She's like, I want to die. And then she doesn't die because they can't let her die. Mm. Right. But then the woman's like, I'm going to, she's going to feed my son. She kidnaps that fucking oncology patient, keeps her in the basement and bleeds her for the son. Mm. Right. So that woman escapes. Man, it got real deep for this woman. That woman escapes. And then the woman's like running through the yard. (gasps) And she runs into a barbed wire fence. Oh, and it, it happens! Cuts all, her throat. Happens all the time. And then the son's there. Was it nighttime when this happened? No, it was day. It was daytime. She's an idiot. But the the son's there, and he's like blah, 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 drinking the blood. Why was he there? Out. I don't know. My my story's all over the place. He's like blah, 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 drinking the blood coming out of her neck. Anyway, I'm so confused. Why was kids, why was listen, why was barbed wire out there? My story timeline is off. Uh, but anyway, the kids leave the dad's house. Kids leave, and they come back to see their mom. Right, and they're like, the mom's not there, but they're like. Hold on, how many kids? The son and the daughter. But the son is a beast. So as his hunger has progressed, he starts having the glowing eyes. Mm. And he's a beast. And they're like, oh, this is more than we can handle. Does he ever say at one point, a fuck like a beast? No. But then he, so they're at the house. I want to fuck you like an animal, like Trent Razor. He tries to kill the daughter. And he's like, I'm so hungry. I need your blood. And then the daughter runs. Run. And the son follows. Run, bitch. And they go out to the mud lake. Oh, mud lake. And then the mom's like, Don't go out there. I swear to God, I had to do laundry so many times. Where are the kids? I got to find them. And then she's like, I know where they went. They went to the mud lake because they told me there's something wrong with the mud tree. And then she follows them and she gets the son. And she's like, you're not going to kill your sister. And she suffocates him in the mud and he's dead. That's it? (laughs) What about the the sister? What does the sister do? The sister's like horrified. She's like, you you killed my brother in front of me. So you don't ever find out what's up with this kid. No, he got him. Like he got some like demon Uh, in him or something. Some creature from the mud lake. Hashtag when evil lurks. Yeah, that's the movie. Hashtag. (laughs) I mean, listen, 
You could make that movie and make it be good. But right? you're saying it's not good. It wasn't good. It was terrible. How many stars? Is this like better? Out of 10 or it, out of 5? So what you're telling me is like, this is better than like, uh, talk to me. Oh God, no. This was like out of 10 stars, maybe a 1. Better than... Two, v- maybe a 2. Better than VHS 85? No. Not better than oh, any movie we watched. Not terrible. better than any... Not better than Saw's? No. No! Socks. <laughs> that was terrible. Oh, shit. All right. Well, that is our Halloween episode. I think next up, me and Stephanie will... We're off this week, actually. So we'll be doing um, a short episode on the 24-hour horathon that we went to the other week. Uh, it was a lot of fun. And then I think after that, we will record a cult of kaiju. Uh, until next time, we'll see you in the cities of sin on Sodom. And... Gamora. Because of the end of civilization, the Clamp Cable Network now leaves the air. We hope you have enjoyed our programming, but more importantly, we hope you have enjoyed life.